No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast contains mature concept, views and pains expressed by the coast are not to those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, with the Smack and Raw podcast episode 240, I am your host, the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter. I am here with my guest host, who is catching up in the race for Pornhub Poppy because Vince may or may not show up, uh, and he's kind of salty right now. Miss Katie Kinsey Bay Bay from the Sheely Showcase. He's not a little salty. He's very fucking salty. <laughs> he's just mad because he's going to lose. And when that whole thing was going down, I was just in the chat chilling, minding my own business. I wasn't salty at all because it's going to well, be my nickname anyway. So fuck him. If he shows up, we will definitely address that because that was one of the whole reasons you were here tonight was to handle that with him. But uh, we also didn't come alone, Katie. Back returning from down for the count, we have Tiffany and alexis and for the very first time from down for the count we've got nicole Yay! <laughs> and we can see everybody this time so I now when i say shit and they react i'll actually know they're reacting and they think i'm funny and not just an idiot it's great i'm excited <laughs> so how's everyone doing today i'm good doing good man just surviving at this point yes well, yeah you're uh you had some stuff going on with school recently right yeah um went back to school beginning of january and um it's been whooping my ass so and then i realized how old i am because um uh, i was naming a project we were doing one of my classes david bowie and then one of my classmates looked over and he goes who's david bowie <laughs> oh man wow. and then like i started playing it and they're like Oh, this is the music my mom listens to. Oh. Oh, no. And, and at insult to injury, I started playing Under Pressure, and they're like, oh, I know this song. And then when Freddie Mercury starts singing, they're like, but who's that guy? And I'm like, all oh, the gray hair I just shaved off is, like, coming back. <laughs> I just so, My I wife just said something to me like that recently, too. Literally, right before we started the podcast, we were outside, she goes, did you know that 10 Things I Hate About You came out 20 years ago today? Oh, shit, it did. Oh, no. Like, oh, my God. Oof. That's I one of my favorite movies. Go, I need to go buzz this again because, like, just gray hair. <laughs> He's like, I'll be right there. back. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you should tell them it was Rick Boogs, though. Next time next time they see Freddie Mercury and say, who is that? Just say it's Rick Boogs. Uh, yeah. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. For anyone who is unaware, who was listening to us the first time because you came over here to see Down for the Count, I appreciate you being here. And I'll give you a little rundown about how we do the show. Uh, first and foremost, I got a few things, news and rumors that we'll talk about, get out of the way. And then 
down for the count is going to guide us through the show. So I'll ask Alexis, Nicole, or Tiffany where they want to start. They'll say Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, or Rampage. I will run down the show in my own very special way, uh, which <laughs> you guys will all hear. And then I'm going to ask them what we're spitting and what we're swallowing. We're going to talk about what we liked and what we didn't like. We'll do an overall spit or swallow for the show. And then at the end of the show, we'll pick what show we liked best this week. So let's get into news and rumors. Uh, first and foremost, both Alexa Bliss and Carmella got married this weekend. Um, apparently, Alexa Bliss had every late 2000s, early 90s band at her <laughs> wedding Bro, performing. Avril Lavigne was one of her bridesmaids. Yeah. I would I know, isn't that insane? Yeah. It is. That's cool. Like, I'm like, how are I'm like, I didn't even know they knew each other, let alone that well to be through Ryan. It had yeah. to be through Ryan. Yeah. Well, no, I, I they said something about like all of the bands that play there, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> she had like sixty percent of in sync there, and they mm -hmm. did like a mini like set and shit. I'm just like, God, man! Like Alexa Bliss is out here living my high school life at this point. Jesus, that is a lot. It is ridiculous. Um, so congratulations to both. Alexa and Ryan, which I did not, I still don't understand, but neither here nor there. And um, I think it's funny. I'm, I mean, shade, but no shade. I just think it's so funny that she literally like ran down the aisle to like marry Ryan Cabrera, but was dragging ass to even set a date for Buddy Murphy. Yeah. But, <clears throat> I was going to say, when I look, like, I understand, like, she has the whole Disney princess side. Like, I get that. But also, yeah. mm -hmm. she loves horror movies. She loves, like, and when I think of, like, someone who loved, like, look at my background. Like, I don't see myself hanging out with fucking Ryan Cabrera. Like, I don't see yeah. us getting along, <laughs> being buddies, kicking it, like, farthest <laughs> thing from my arm. I mean, he seems like, he seems like he's a fun guy, though. So, I mean, good for her. That might have been something that, like, she really needed. And mm -hmm. obviously um probably met him. and i think she met him through miz because miz has been friends with him for a long time and yeah. that makes sense yeah i yeah, yeah. <laughs> i uh, i think it's i think it's cute i mean they say opposites attract so i mean like i mean i i taking me and my husband for example like he told me the other day he's like you know we've been married for 10 years this year i'm like yeah trust me warden i'm counting the years oh and God. um he he tells me he goes you know i would never marry a girl like you right i'm like yeah i know because his whole idea was like he would never date a girl five he would never date a girl five six or taller and he liked them kind of thick so here's my 511 bean pole ass with like nothing 511 <laughs> so, yeah yes. so, alexis is tall she's very yeah. tall her favorite thing to do is alexis you're taller than Rey Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember You're us talking about that in the last episode. I do. I when she Her being as tall as she is is my favorite favorite fact about the <laughs> podcast. I'm I'm five seven and a half, five eight. Like I, I'll be looking up to you if we ever meet. Like hi, how you doing? <laughs> I mean, it's it's funny. It's like um, I freaked her out one day. I said Nicole. 
I said, you know, I'm only an inch shorter than Roman Reigns. She's like, shut the fuck up. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't even think about that. Holy shit. Well, that's incredible. There was, there was a, she's the head of the debuted that's like 5'11. And I'm trying to remember who it is, but she was towering over everyone in the, in the women's division. Who was that? Uh, there was a, like back in the 80s, early 90s. And I think I know who you're talking about. No, this was recent. Somebody, I think they just signed with WWE and they showed a picture of her with like the rest oh, of the Oh yeah, she's like five, six foot eight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, stand me next to her so I know what being I feel like they really downplay a lot of the women's heights because they try to say that Rhea Ripley is like five nine or five ten. I said, there's no way that bitch is six foot. I'm like, there's no way. I don't know because I met Lita and I always thought Lita was when you look at her next to Hardy Boys and everything, like I didn't think she was gonna be as small as she was. I met her in person and she is tiny and short. Like she comes up to here on me, and I'm like, there's no way. Like, wow. did you shrink? No, they were not, I'm not tall. Voices heights. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Jesus. But uh, congratulations to Alexa, Ryan, Corey, and Carmella. Um, Sarah Logan uh, decided to control her narrative and join MAGA Wrestling. So that's it. Yep. Uh, also, Braun Strowman, uh, not happy with people calling his indie promotion an indie promotion, just starting shit with random people on Twitter. Because it is an indie promotion though it is it, he's like it's it not an indie. it's like motherfucker you it's an independent you're it's an independent promotion you have no corporate backing you have no tv nothing how is it not an independent but he's like no what is he want you to call promotion. where is that no what is that tv deal that they kept talking about there is none yeah where's that the only place that that fucking company is going to get aired is on fucking trump's social media website they'll do live streams and shit but that's about it did y'all see, it was a video, I think it was a video that either um, Austin Aries or EC3 posted, and it was like, this is why we don't do certain moves, and it's kind of funny, because it's like, like any kind of suicida, like through the middle rope or over rope, a lot of it was like aerial stuff, no Canadian destroyers, and then I'm looking at the people who are on the lineup, I'm like, it's because y'all can't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all are banning these moves, because y'all can't. Like, if you're an indie wrestler, and I know this sounds hypocritical, but if you're an indie wrestler in 2022 and you do not know how to do at least a Canadian destroyer, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. yeah. It's become like a super kick. It's become like a DDT. It's something that was a finisher I, that is now a common move place move. Like, yeah. And they, said, uh, and they said no super kicks either. And I'm like, y'all are just naming moves that you just can't fucking do, aren't you? Well, I kind of I have to agree with the super kicks. Okay, they're, they use them. They're overused. Okay, we just we just want to take a little break from it. So that that's okay. They are, they are. but it's just like Very the people on the roster, and I'm like, can Braun Strowman even lift his leg that high? No, barely. He shows up. He can lift them enough so man. he can run around and make fucking choo choo noises. Is he going to still do that? Nerve of this man showing up to a friend's wedding in pink Crocs, pink muscle that shirt, hairline, and then he that. got his stripper girlfriend to come with him. I said it. I said it. He looked like a bouncer who was working the door at a strip club. Forgot his friend's wedding was the next day. He needed a date. So he... <laughs> 
well, I think we lost Alexis for a second. But uh, to reiterate what she was saying, Braun Strowman looks like he was working at a strip club. Grabbed yes. a stripper and brought it to Alexa's wedding. Uh, and that stripper is Raquel Rodriguez. Rodriguez. <laughs> Rodriguez, because we yeah, had to change Rodriguez. her last name for shits and giggles. Um, Mox's contract is apparently coming up, and the, the IWC had a blast with that about, oh, he's going to go back to WWE. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. I don't see him going back to WWE. I'm not saying that he can't. It's just he's got so much freedom to do the shit that he wants to do with Tony. Like, he can go to Japan and wrestle, you know, for fantasy promotions and shit like that. And yeah. have all these matches with people I don't know or have never heard of because I don't go outside of my bubble and I just pretend they're all make-believe. So he gets to do all that fun shit with all these make-believe people and WWE's not going to let him do that. So why the fuck would he give that up for what he's making to go back right. and be in a place where they said he was repressed creatively and didn't get to do all of the fun murder shit that he wants to go do out on the indies, like yeah. in GCW and yeah. shit. Um, my thing was what Mox, um, again, I have like a lot of feelings about Mox and his AEW room, and I feel like it's been abysmal as at best. Um, but my thing kind of is, is that, you know, he can go over, I feel like the best that he was doing was in New Japan. I felt like that was kind of the best form he was doing because he got to do like, you know, his fun murder bullshit that he likes to do. But also he got to like express himself well, like creatively and like do well and all of that fun stuff. So I feel like if he's going to go anywhere, he should just go back up to Japan. Well, I, I recently on a podcast compared Mox's wrestling, not, not specifically, but just like the whole deathmatch wrestling style to gangbang porn. So Mox wants to do gangbang porn, but he's got a company that's going to pay him mainstream <laughs> porn money. And every now and then he's got to do like a regular stepsister stuck porn now and then on TV, you know, for oh TV. My that, God. That's oh my absolutely God. fine. But his thing is gangbang porn. So he's happy taking the regular money so he can have the time to go do what he likes to do. That's the way I look at it. So I didn't Me even know his contract was coming up. I'm not really into the, the hardcore wrestling that Moxley does. Um, I think it's a bit excessive. I think he does it way too often, but if that's what he enjoys and then, I mean, I don't want to take that from him. I don't think he fits into the regime of what the WWE is doing right now. And um, to me, it just wouldn't be smart. No matter how much money they throw at him, yeah. it's just not going to do him any good to go back to a place he felt wasn't giving him what he needed. So, I mean, GCW is there. Look at what Matt Cordona is doing. He's out there doing big things and he's working in GCW. They still let him do hardcore stuff. Me personally, I would leave AEW and I would go to New Japan, but I would work New Japan, GCW, and wherever else I could work and still get paid and do what I wanted to do. But I wouldn't be yep. in AEW because I feel like eventually they're going to have to phase out the blood and gut shit too because they're on television. They're just not going to be able to do that forever. Yeah. yeah. We're going to talk a little bit more about that tonight when we talk about Rampage. Um, and then last but not least, unless you got something to add, Katie, I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. I didn't want to leave you out. Uh, LA Knight, 
debuted in the dark match as Mace's manager tonight. Yeah. No, no, no. That what? man does not need to be that man does not need to be a manager. No. He's got so much charisma and so much talent and he he's athletic as shit. And I mean oh, like I, I manager what was that DL Madden? Yeah. Yeah. Hell no. We don't, no. I'm, this is I was trying to I'm, figure out who it was. I said, like, who's this random black man? Who, who is that? I'm like, wait. That's this, is my, this is my problem that they're having. I didn't even know Dio was still signed. He's yeah, still he's, there. He's still there. For now. This, this is, For now. This is For now. that I'm having with the new NXT call-ups because I, okay, now I can understand Raquel changing her last name to uh, something Rodriguez. else. Rodriguez, because of like a whole contract thing, and she wants to be able to keep her name if something ever happened to her, which I think is a smart move. But I don't get it where they take some of the the like they don't they wanted to do this with Adam Cole. They're like, hey, we'll bring you up here and be a manager, and he's like, I still I'm still good. I can still wrestle. I still have years to go. And it's the same thing with L.A. Knight. I started watching him when he was in NWA, and I was like. I really like this guy because he's one of those guys when he gets a mic, you were fully entertained. Like not once are you looking away from the screen. And um, it just, it makes me so mad because somebody in the back is like nobody under the, what, how tall is LA Knight? 5'8". No, he's not 5'8". Like anyone under six foot can't automatically wrestle. And I'm, I'm seeing that, I'm seeing that again. And I don't like it. And it's like, people are like, well, Ray Mysterio is short. I'm like, Ray Mysterio is about the same height as my kid is now. So, you know, don't don't give me that shit. I'm just like, if they make him into a manager, I if I was LA Knight, I'd fucking leave. I'd be like, yeah. I'm not being a manager to some dude who people forget is there. And I'm not uh-huh. going to be his stepping stone that should be in a place. Well, I'm sorry, this is going to sound selfish. I'm not going to give someone else the the opportunity or the spot that I rightly deserve because I've worked my ass off in this whole industry, not even in WWE, all over the world in different companies. Yeah. I'm not giving this dude just because he was your announcer for five months and then you try to put him in retribution. Yeah. That, that that wouldn't work out for me. That would that would piss me off more than, than anything. Yeah. Well, well yeah. yeah, go ahead. Well, Gender started off as a manager. And yeah, I mean, was- he got to be, I mean, granted, he was champion because they were in India. They were debuting the shit in India, so he got to be champion, yeah. but Gender was a cha- was a manager. So just to play devil's advocate, I say get your foot in the door and do what you got to do, and then... Fight for what you want. And that's yeah. what I was going to kind of say, because both Katie and I were not LA Knight fans when he first came into NXT. Oh, I and I think it was, it was the War Games match where we were like, okay, now we see what this guy has to offer. And I was like, love all right, match. now I'm on board. And we have been on board with <laughs> LA Knight since and absolutely yeah. loved him in NXT since that War Games match. But also, if they're not going to let you wrestle and this is your dream to be in WWE and you have a chance to make your mark, you could be a Jimmy Hart. You could be a Paul Heyman. You can make a name for yourself. You yeah. can cre- 
help create and almost be as big, if not bigger than some of the talent that you're bringing up. If he's confident in his ability and he's okay with that, I say, let the man do it. Like, I agree. I would love to see him come up. You know, he gets compared to like possibly the next generation's rock with his charisma and the way he works and everything. And I definitely could see that though. Like you said, they probably don't like how tall he is, which is why we don't see Johnny Gargano still in WWE. Well, he's at least six foot. How old, how tall is he? Hold on. I don't know. I that was to, to piggyback off what she said about Cole. <laughs> if I remember correctly, he even said that wasn't true. Um, but if I'm LA Knight, I would do it. And then when I get my opportunity, if they put me in a match with somebody because he can wrestle, they did it with Lana. Lana was a manager. And y'all know damn well that that woman could not wrestle for shit, okay? You know this. We all know this. Yet she was a wrestler afterwards. She didn't stay as Rusev's manager. So, like, it's not ideal because we know what he's capable of. We know what, what he can do. But we always say it all the time, just like with Miss OnlyFans Tony Storm. You got to bide your time. If you get a foot in the door, you take your opportunity where you get it from. Miz is a perfect example of that. He was never supposed to be a wrestler. He started off as a host of SmackDown. And now he's a multi-time champion in just about every section of the WWE. One of the most sought after superstars. You got to bide your time. And he got plenty of time. He's older, but he's not that much older. And he can work his way up the ladder just like everybody else. And we also don't know what the plan is. The plan may be to bring him on as a manager in a storyline that leads to him becoming a wrestler and breaking away. Yeah, They've done that before as well. So I, I guess it's one of those let's let's let it play out before we, we burn it to the ground sort of things. Um, I love LA Knight. I love LA Knight for... I would say years. This is like this is like right before he got to L- um, NWA. So I've like always been a big fan of him. Um, and again, it's like you know, bidding his time. You know, he might. We don't know what the plan is for him. It could be like you know what, like let's just get you start off like this, break away eventually. Um, I saw on Twitter. I wish I kept their tweet. He's six one, um, build at six one. Okay. So who Wait, knows what his actual height is? He might be five eleven. <laughs> you might be. I don't. They, they usually don't overshoot that much. These you. They're usually around. If they if they're not that actual height, they'll usually do like it's usually like the three inches rule. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> three inches. Um, <laughs> they usually do three inches for um height if they're fabricating. Um, but my thing is like, okay, we might like let's see where he goes. Again, I was just like, let's, I was like, I'd rather just like, I always just like, okay, let, let me let it play out before I like start raging and stuff like that. But again, um, I lost my train of thought, but someone on Twitter said <laughs> that instead of painting him with Dio or Mace or whatever the fuck he is, um, someone had a great idea. They was like, they should have paired him with Rhonda. Yeah. I mean, there's I a lot like, of talent that needs someone to talk for them. That's yeah, far better Ronda than Yeah, Ronda sure as fuck can talk, so LA Ronda, Knight's fantastic. 
Shelton Benjamin and Cedric <laughs> could both use a mouthpiece, yeah. more so Shelton. I love Shelton to death. Amazing in the ring. Cannot cut a promo to save his life. Oh, yeah. Cedric Can, just screams. I love him. Agreed. Amazing guy. Cannot still to this day, cannot mm-hmm. cut a promo. But that's, you know, neither here nor there. But yeah, mm-hmm. someone said Rhonda. And I was like, oh. I will love that. That'd be fucking I awesome. was like, I see that. I see that. Uh, if they're going to keep her on TV and make us suffer through it, at least give us someone that we want to listen to. At least give me some form of entertainment, because fuck that. Because <laughs> her promos make me want to change the channel. Like As soon as they give her a mic, I'm like, all right, how long is this going to last? Can I come back? <laughs> oh, poor Rhonda. I don't feel bad for her. <laughs> Everything's not. <laughs> all right, Nicole, since it is your debut here, I'm going to start with you. Also, you were the first person to my right on my screen. Uh where would you like to start? Raw, NXT, SmackDown, Dynamite, or Rampage? I barely watched anything this week, so um, I did That's watch Dynamite. So <laughs> uh, we'll start there. We'll start with Dynamite. I'll fill you in on everything else. Don't even worry. All right, Dynamite, <laughs> we kicked it off with CM Punk defeating Penta Oscuro. Uh, then we had Eddie and the boys mug two of what I like to call the Jagoffs, the Jericho Appreciation Group of Fine Fellows, uh, at the <laughs> airport, stole their shoes, then Jericho couldn't even finish his promo. Red Dragon loses to Jurassic Express after the match. Red Dragon jumps Jurassic Express with a chair. FTR comes out, and Dax and Fish almost make out on the rampway before they part ways. Um, we got the BCC promo hyping their six-man tag match, uh, which was tonight, and their newest member, Wheeler Yuta. MJF loses to Sean Dean again. Uh, MJF pretends that he can't get his coat off. So he can get a jump on Sean Dean. Wardlow ends up beating and stripping a security guard in the back, uh, leaving him naked and knocked out so that he could wear his clothes to the ring, which I have no idea how he fit in because they were not in any way, shape, or form. They're very, they're very stretchy. Yeah. Yeah. Especially over Um, the muscle pit. (laughs) Wardlow ends up chasing off MJF. No sells a chair shot from Spears and takes him out, wrecks a shit ton of security guard. And then after about 40 guys finally tackle him and pin him to the ring, MJF can't figure out how to make his way around to an empty spot to get in. So he just takes the count out. That's hard. Off. You know, it was really hard. He's like, how do I get past these? <laughs> What's going only, on? <laughs> I, can, I, I guess I could walk this way, but I want to go. Nah, fuck it. Um <laughs> MJF starts yelling at Bryce while Wardlow is a one-man wrecking crew in the back, just destroying all of security guards uh, and yells into the camera, let me out of my contract or I won't stop. Uh, Darby has a, he wants to kill Andrade (laughs) vignette, uh, something about putting a nail in his coffin. It's Darby. Um, Malachi has his murder fuego spirit vignette. Um, This was very confusing to me because I'm not sure if he's feuding with Fuego or the Dark Order, because I know Fuego called out the House of Black and then they wrecked him. And then Dark Order came out and they had like this weird stare off. So I wasn't sure if this was about Fuego because I heard him say Fuego. So I'm assuming that's not just a regular part of Malachi's everyday uh, vocabulary that he uses the (laughs) word Fuego. I'm assuming it was about Fuego del Sol. But also, I also want to see him wreck Dark Order. So, um, The Jagoffs lose to Proud and Powerful and Eddie by DQ, and then there is a five-on-three beatdown after the match. We have an MJF uh, interview. I thought, I thought Jericho Jericho used the bat on him, and I thought he got a three-count uh, three on him because I was watching it, and then unless the ref 
caught him using the bat. Did he get the three count? I thought it was a DQ. Katie? No, because he distracted no, the ref. Count. Okay. Yeah, Jer- Jericho used the bat, and then they they okay. that's how they picked up the win. Sorry. Sorry. I, no, you're <laughs> fine. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Jericho kind of tunes me out a little bit. I enjoy watching Eddie and them beat on him, but I, I, I get a little distracted when Jericho's on the screen. I saw him with the bat. I, I was the very, bell. very perturbed. I don't know which dude in Everrise or 2.0 or fuck they, they were called now had on that Urkel bullshit get up. I was like, where are you going? <laughs> going to church. Like, it, it, it did not fit a single person that was in the ring, that was in the arena. I was like, literally, like, bro, what is this outfit? Where are you going? Where were you at before? Easter is on Sunday. You're way too early for Sunday school. Like, what the fuck is this? Uh, It was the suspenders, the fucking khakis. I was like, what is... And it took... Like, that outfit completely took me out of everything for at least 15 minutes. Ma'am. I I feel you on that. I... I unfortunately I know some white people that dress like that, so it didn't it didn't just, mess with I me as much. Do it, and then the fact that they laid there and got his and got their ass beat by this dude who looks like he's late to Sunday school, like he's dressed like a Jehovah Witness. No offense to anyone who's Jehovah Witness, but I was just so and I was like, they gotta like fuck his mom after this or something. <laughs> Like you got your ass beat by this dude dressed like this on national TV. What if a million people watch this? Like you gotta go beat up his sister, fuck his mom. Like you gotta go do wild shit. Please. Oh my god. Uh, well, so I, I will. I will give you this. I feel like if anyone is gonna go fuck someone's mom, it's Eddie's King. Eddie Kingston has fuck You gotta find his mom. You gotta fuck his mom, Eddie. Yeah. I'm serious. You gotta, you gotta, fuck, his you gotta fuck his mom, fuck his sister, and then take his grandma out for dinner. You are nasty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me Eddie Kingston doesn't have fuck your mom energy. Like, Eddie Kingston has he fuck does. your mom energy. Big, he does. <laughs> you have to do, and then you have to do it as a live sex celebration. On here we go, dynamite. Go to hell, Nicole. Go to hell. <laughs> go to hell. Go I'm serious. Hell. That completely took and I <laughs> like I have ADHD and very and there's like and again I get distracted very easily. Like I lose my train of thought. And there are certain things when I'm watching wrestling like completely take me out of the show or completely sidetrack me that it was something that completely sidetracked me for a good portion of the day. And I was like, I cannot handle this. <laughs> and this completely took me out of the show and sidetracked me, which is why if I clip anything from the show right now, it is going to be that conversation right there. <laughs> um, MGF has an interview. Sorry. He's pissed that he lost again. MGF decides <laughs> he's going to book Wardlow against the butcher because he didn't learn the last time he paid the butcher to do something and he failed to deliver that he should not give this man there. more money. I don't know. Um, I forget they're there. So good for him for getting TV time. Okay. Marina Shafir defeated Thicker Cora Jade. Ah. Oh, no. I love Sky Blue. Don't start. 
I, oh, I love guys, Stabu too. It's not, it's not, it's not looks, bad. She looks like Cora Jade with a little bit of meat on it. What is Marina Shafir's gimmick besides being a problem? Like she's come she's down in a fucking hoodie. She's her gimmick is Rusev. I was gonna say her gimmick is she's the reason why we never got the four four horsewomen versus four horsewomen match. Because if you watch that match, mm, it was not Imagine it was not fantastic. Imagine being married to Roderick Strong and not knowing a damn thing. Damn. Damn. Got him. Um, Red she Velvet does. and Kira Hogan are chilling in the baddies section. It looks like we may be getting a baddie faction with Jade, Velvet, and Kira Hogan. Uh, Jade, I love meanwhile, it. is not impressed whatsoever with Marina Shavir, just like the rest of us. Um, <laughs> The Diamond Daughter, Diamond Dallas Page's daughter, who is the backstage correspondent for AEW Dynamite, still cannot get a word out of hook. Uh, Tony Nese and Mark Sterling whine about how Tony doesn't get enough attention, and then Dan Housen pops up, and Hook no-sells his curse again, which is really pissing me off. Though I'm just going to believe that the curse is that Hook can't talk at this point. Every time Dan Housen <laughs> curses him, it is another week that Hook cannot speak. Oh. And that's why he's he doesn't talk. Um, Keith Lee and Swerve end up losing to How, uh, Hobbs and Starks because they got an assist from Taz. But it was a banger of a fucking match. And I love the chemistry of Keith Lee and Swerve. It was fantastic. I love the fact that they work so well together. I don't know if Lee and Swerve have ever worked on the indies with each other or anything like that. But that's yeah. a lot of trust. To let a man move salt off your titties into a bunch of other guys. Like, that is trust right there. And that's the second time I've seen Swerve do that because he did it on NXT, but I don't remember who he moonsaulted off of. God, who was that? But I he don't did remember do it on either. NXT. Um, the men of the year whine about Sammy and Tay some more, but apparently Sammy's going to get a title shot at Battle of the Bells for the TNT title. Thunder Rosa has an interview and gets interrupted again. Nyla <laughs> and uh, Vicky have a cake to celebrate Thunder Rosa's short title reign and then Thunder Rosa pushes the cake in Nyla's face and then Nyla punches Vicky and then with cake on her face wrecks Thunder Rosa and leaves her laying because apparently that is the story of Thunder Rosa's title reign is she keeps getting fucked up by Nyla Rose um, yes. then in our main event which I believe it was Alexis gave me a little bit of shit about on Twitter for the way I described it Samoa Joe defeats Murder Grandpa to become Ring of Honor champion, uh, TV champion. And then Sanjay and Lethal have a present for Joe, uh, a middle finger in a box and AEW's version of the Great Khali. That nobody knew who it was. Lights came on. He's a basketball player that apparently never got any actual time in the NBA and is now here. And he he wrecks Samoa Joe. What's the um, basketball player's name? You want to? I, I I didn't know who he was. Gerard might. That's what I'm asking. I doubt. Isn't he um, like um? I literally just wrote down AEW Kali, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I only gave you shit because I should have warned you in advance that I love Samoa Joe more than my husband. Oh yeah, she does. So like, yeah. I I love I love him. I don't know why. I love him. I love him so much. The murderous teddy bear. 
all yes, I said was, I oh, need Murder Grandpa to chill on those elbows to Samoa Joe's head because we don't want to lose him again to concussion protocols. Oh, I think that was a fair assessment, um, Alexis. I think that was fair. You can't go into a match with Murray Suzuki and expect him to go soft on you. I'm just saying, though, but I mean, Matt was the elbows. I mean, I ain't gonna give him shit for the tweet. When you know full well that that was part of the issue in WWE. I'm just saying that man's got a soft brain at this point, and all those we elbows are gonna rattle that shit around. And I and still want to see my Samoa Joe Keith Lee match. I can't have, I can't have Murder Grandpa taking him out before I get there. I mean, I, I, I agree with Matt because I actually Keith, watched that because I like Keith that, Lee. That match, just but that match though, which we'll, oh, we'll get into it. It was fucking awesome, except for the goddamn last commercial break they had to take right in the middle of the match. And they're doing, that's when all the cool stuff is. I saw someone like, oh, they are dealing with slapping each other. And I'm like, dude, did you not see like the submissions that Suzuki was getting him in and shit? And they're like, no, I couldn't see it because of the commercials. And I'm like, yeah, yeah why picture, are they... picture, I can't pay attention at all. No. And I'm just like, why am I getting distracted by Domino's? This pizza sucks. I just want to see my, <laughs> <Not> I, <pizza. laughs> I want to see my Samoa Joe. Okay. Like, all right. I, so, I mean, Sorry, I'm trying to. I'm sorry, I'm looking at my phone, but I'm trying to figure out who the fuck that random that they signed. Well, he said he got drafted by Dallas in what 2015, and he said he washed out and was playing in the G League, and then after that, there was nothing. Oh, washed out, washed out. He got drafted in the second round to Dallas and washed out, and nobody else picked him up. Just because you're talking, you know, Tony Khan, right? Tony Khan did. Tony, Tony Khan picked him up. Tony Khan did a line of Tony Khan. Like, hey, yeah, <laughs> Tony Khan did three lines right before he signed him. <laughs> three nice long lines, at least. So I saw, I saw this thing on. Um, I've been seeing it a lot on social media, and I talked to the girls about it. And it's uh, stuff saying that Tony Khan's becoming completely unhinged backstage, and. That's what we're thinking. He's either like trying to, he can't control, he's either trying to be the cool kid still, but in realizing he's losing control of his company or something like that, or he's just doing a lot of. Oh, we call him Koki Khan. It's definitely. Okay. I didn't know what I. Oh, yeah. He, this yeah, man's. He's, he's definitely. He's definitely a snowbunny. Oh, yeah. Definitely. No, he's no. like Christina Aguilera. He's all about it. Skiing through the slopes. Being slopes. <laughs> I I just got like oh um, oh no he's definitely he's definitely swallowing. Well, no, I, well, yes, that too. But I was gonna say for Rampage, what did we like, and what do we didn't like? Dynamite, I know obviously not, you want to start with Rampage, Samoa dynamite. Joe, yeah, yes. Dynamite, Samoa Joe, Minoru Suzuki. I, I totally I totally will follow that. That is that was a great match, and I highly recommend up to the end. Um, that I would spit, but like up to the that match was great, and I'm catching a lot of shit from people saying, "Oh, you're a hypocrite," because now you're watching AEW, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm watching AEW because same shit I've been saying since inception. I'm watching it because people I like are over there. I've never bad mouthed AEW, and that's what that's what she has. But like, oh no, I'm, that's me. I'll talk shit about AEW yeah. all day, every day. Fucking right. But I talk here, shit about. WWE all day every day, Period. and I did. They want impact. Period. And I yeah. do the same. 
those are yeah those are the only three that really catch impact not so much these days they're pretty consistent but i i just wish people would i love impact i know you do um i just wish people understood that being podcast and like just had like being podcast people in the wrestling community um we're not always going to have the same opinions and we are going to have to talk about shit, whether it's good or not, because if we were only, you know, pro, I don't want to say pro WWE, but if we were just talking about the WWE and act like they, their shit don't stink, but over here in AEW, we're breaking them, breaking their balls every two weeks or something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's not fair, but are we going to talk shit about everybody? Yeah. Because that's our job. We don't get paid for it, but that's what we do. So like, you're not a I'm bot? Not gonna... No, I'm not a bot. No, right. that's, he was he was real. He was hitting real early on the slopes with that tweet. I said, <laughs> someone needs to take your phone, buddy, because goddamn. Oh, I said um, it today. He's becoming the Donald Trump of wrestling promoters with his fucking ooh, Twitter game. That. He needs oh, to go fuck out. Like he needs I to take that, that shit he... away. He, uh, and you know what, like Vince McMahon is Satan and he will probably never see the pearly gates. I'll probably see them before he does. But, um, you would never catch Vince acting like this on social media. He don't serve you no purpose. Yeah, for what? What purpose does it serve you or your company to be on the internet acting batshit crazy? Besides passing up all of the people that follow you like you're some goddamn savior of wrestling it doesn't do anything if anything it makes you look like a fool so if you ever were to find investors they're not going to invest with you because they know how you are and they know how you would make your company look business-wise you look like a fool and you're always going to be where you are because of this yep i will say this Uh though if it was a character if tony was an on-screen character like mr mcmahon in the 90s I definitely yeah. see if Twitter was around in the 90s, Mr. McMahon being Mr. McMahon on Twitter and using that to build heat as the character of Vince McMahon. But this isn't right. the 90s. Yeah. Tony Khan isn't an on-screen heel uh, owner promoter. He's just making himself look like a fucking idiot. So unless this exactly. is going to translate somehow to the product where you're just making yourself look insane and then you come out and you are fucking insane and it's all just character work, you're really fucking, you're really hurting yourself more than anything. Right. Exactly. Um, Minoru Suzuki, Samoa Joe, Swallow, except for the ending slash debut with AEW Kali. Also, the tag match <laughs> Swerve and Keith Lee versus oh, yes. Team Taz. Swallow that as well. That was, that was awesome. Um, I liked, um, I really, uh, up to the disqualification, but now I got running nose. Fuck. Um, I did like Eddie Kingston and Ortiz and Santana working together as a group. Um, this is the Santana and Ortiz I've been waiting for since they came to AEW. Um, I love Eddie Kingston. I, I've just been on a kick about him lately. I don't know why, <laughs> but um, I thought like them working together and um, I said on Twitter, I'm like, this is the pride and powerful I've been waiting for since they showed up. Like no more bullshit, no more running with Jericho, no more stupid bullshit like let's get to the guys that fucking matter um Warlow basically just making everybody horny by like killing people and throwing them yes <laughs> yes like Nicole loves Warlow and now I see why and I'm like okay okay I, 
Okay. Not, not Wardlow fan, Tiff? I don't have no issues with Wardlow, but I'm not attracted to him like that, but they are. When I love it's, it's just him angry. That's that's yes. what does it. Listen, everyone, everyone has, him everyone angry. has I always shit, thought you know? Wardlow was hot. Nicole's always been on Team Wardlow from the time he showed up, she's been infatuated. So oh, she yeah. doesn't surprise me. But Alexis, he ain't her aesthetic. So I'm very, very surprised. <laughs> I, I was like, who is this man in this suit with this body? It's a, it's a big I, man. I well, just I like feel seeing like... him destroy people. And I, I guess that's my kink is when I just see a, a man or a woman who who could literally kill me. I think that's my kink. And that's why I think I'm okay, now I think him now. You're, you're very infatuated <laughs> with Rhea Ripley. And every time you see her, it step on me, and I'm like, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Please. Oh my God! I say the same thing about Shayna, and I say it respectfully. It's Shayna, okay? it's Sonia, it's Rhea Ripley. It's no, all it's not Sonia. No. <laughs> okay, no. hold on, hold on. We have time for that, dude. Matt, how many months have I been saying all the shit? No, I was going to say, Alexis is your Katie because Katie is in our group chats talking about Rhea stepping on her, Xylee <laughs> kicking her in the face. <laughs> today, today specifically, uh, Persia Parada put out a tweet about um, WWE fans want me to step on them or something like that. And Katie's like, I'll add her to the list. Fuck yeah. Like, she gets me. <laughs> so it, it's a thing. I get it. I also, because I do but, listen to but, Down for the Count, I feel like I've heard this conversation between you guys before. You guys were oh, running yeah. down people, and you were like, "That is not her aesthetic." I don't know it why she not. likes this man. <laughs> I feel like I don't I, understand. I, I like I've been there before. She always comes out with a ringer. It's it's always it's so always weird. It, 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 it'll really happen weird. Like we that. We'll be talking, and she'll be like, "Yeah, he's hot." And I'm like, "What the fuck do you mean? You don't, that's not that's not what you like." You're Sammy Callahan. No, it's, it makes no sense. That's what you say. But Tiff, you really don't have any room. Don't to even talk start. About that. Don't so even start. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do we need to embarrass you again? No, no I'm not embarrassed. I said, well, like, I said, I like Warner. I said, I like Cody Rhodes. And they give me shit about Homelander. But, and I said that I wanted to get out with Braun Strowman. I have said that. That is on record. So both Cody only looks good when he has, to me, when he has dark hair. The blonde hair, I cannot stand it. You're listening. No, he's not attractive at all. It's on the top five episode. I said I like him, but I want him with his dark hair. I will will give you this, Tiffany. Tiffany, I will give you this. Regardless of him being Homelander and ending racism and all that, there is one thing we know absolutely 100% for sure about Cody Rhodes from Big Swole, from Brandy Rhodes, and now what WWE posted about him and Bianca Belair is he loves black women. So that is his thing. Tiff's married, so Um, she's not worried about it. Cody Rhodes came out and literally said, I came back to WWE and the only person I wanted to go talk to was Bianca Belair. And I was like, Brandy, you better watch out. Hell Montez. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, he got, he got Montez. Montez is like, don't you try shit, white boy. No, no, no. Brandy ain't got the smoke. <laughs> Brandy ain't got it. You can't be no black bitch against that, baby. You ain't gonna get it. 
right. And, Are we um, uh, swallowing think... or spitting anything else from Dynamite? Uh, oh, uh, I'm spitting that Marina Sky Blue match because yeah. Sky Blue did not deserve that. No. And you could tell, like, right off the bat, because again, AEW isn't exactly known for being big fans of their women's division, but yeah. um, no one came out because I didn't even know who the hell she was at first. I'm like, who is this girl who can't? Who's the bitch in a hoodie? And, she and then, the like, she, she has a hoodie, hoodie. on. And it wasn't even a cool hoodie. It was like just a black zip-up hoodie, like with something on it. And then they're calling her the problem from Moldania or something like that. And then I had to check Twitter, and they're like, "Yeah, that's that's the chick from NXT." And I was like, "Oh, okay. So let's see what the hype is about." And um, no hype. Like, what oh. she can do in NXT? I. She wasn't good in NXT. I didn't. Ex- I wouldn't have expected her to be great in AEW either. All right. Figure like over time since she was released, she would get better. But it's like the crowd was just dead. Dead. Our my and I think how you living in a whole house apartment where the fuck you are with Roderick Strong? All people. (gasps) Mary him. Fucking Strong and still. Yeah. What's going on? Maybe I'm like, sis, I'm like, you know what? He probably has helped her. I'm like, at this point, hang it the fuck up. We do know one thing for sure. Wrestling talent cannot be acquired via injection. Well, well, yeah. That's true. I don't know. Um, I'm also gonna swallow the opening match, CM Punk versus Penta. Um, yeah, that was fun as shit. Oh, that made me so mad because Penta should have won. Penta should have won. Yeah, Pons have been on quite the roll, so he should have expected that too. He wants the title. <laughs> he wants the championship. Uh, he ain't gonna do shit with it except have lackluster matches. But that's just me. Oh, he has had. Oh. I mean, he had the match with Penta. He had that match with MJF. The man has put on some bangers since he came back. I, I, if the, are those the only two bangers he's had, or there was the one he had? He um, oh, who's that? Who? Um, shit, I can't remember. The, the I don't. I don't like. I don't like Phil. I will not watch a match with him in it. I only watched it because it had Pinta in it, and I love Pinta. I just don't watch AEW. I love Penta. I I wouldn't fucking want. I was not watching it. I'm just curious as to how well his matches have been compared to his winning record. So um, match. He's quality. undefeated, isn't he? Yeah. He's not undefeated. No, he's he lost. He lost MJF. Technically, it was. Yep. Um, it's very hit or miss. Because like I'll, I'll admit it, that dog collar match was pretty cool um, with him and Punk. I'll admit that, but like I don't want it to be like Mox, where it's like a special stipulation when it comes to that kind of stuff, like all the time. Yeah, yeah. I love um, I love Mox, but he he throws those stipulations out like way too much, and I just I don't know. I I I just have an issue with the CM Punk fans because. Um, 
they'll talk shit about Samoa Joe and make jokes about his concussions and his injuries and shit like that. But um, they're pushing for guys like Punk and Sting to take the belt off of Adam Page. And I'm like... For Sting to take a belt? Who? Yeah, that's so <laughs> Let me talk to him. Don't Sting need to worry about that. They are so hell-bent on Sting being champion. I'm like, so you guys will shit on Samoa Joe because he's an ex-WWE guy. You guys will shit on Adam Page even though he's one of your beloved elites and you guys are apparently tired of him because now Adam Cole's here. But you want... Phil to be your champion and then you want a 60 year old man to be your champion I'm sorry well, I didn't realize wait. I was watching WCW back in the day wait isn't isn't CM Punk an ex WWE guy too yep CM Punk Sting was WWE Adam Cole is an ex WWE guy the majority of their roster is he most of their roster ex WWE yeah. guys some yeah. of their roster is ex WWE but but see, Tiff, it doesn't matter because the Adam Cole didn't really wrestle because he wasn't wrestling. He was a sports entertainer in WWE, remember? What? Okay. Yeah, so... that's, that is the bullshit argument excuses that I'm seeing on Twitter. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say this and then we're going to move on to our next show. Uh, one, Sorry. As, as a Chicago guy and a CM Punk fan, I will say I think early on in his matches, he was working a certain way uh, to make it seem like he was getting the ring rust off. Um, I think his matches overall have yeah. been good to great, like the dog collar match or so on and so forth. I don't think he's put on a bad match. Um, also, I right. understand the issues that people have with CM Punk. I want to see Samoa Joe as much as I want to see CM Punk, as much as I want to see Adam Colby champion. I do not want to see Sting as champion. There's no reason for that. Um, I also think, in my humble opinion, Hangman Adam Page might be the best AEW champion we've had to this point. So anyone yeah. saying that he's still like he's killing it and get out of here with that. He, he's stale and they need to take the belt. Right. The Unless you yeah. give it to Malachi because I'm a huge Malachi Black fan and I would love to see that. <laughs> neither here nor there. Um, Tiffany, where do you want to go? Would you like to go Raw, NXT, SmackDown, or Rampage? Uh, let's do NXT. NXT. All right. Oh, uh, yeah, that was Tuesday, so that's up here. Kick it off. N North American title match. I was about to say NWA. North American title match. Solo Sokoa <laughs> loses to Cameron Grimes. Uh, Mid-match, we get a handshake. Grimes says, I respect you, but fuck your bloodline. Uh, Trick ends up distracting Solo. Grimes takes advantage, gets the win, and then Mello and Trick jump Grimes and Solo after the match. Waller interrupts commentary to tell us that Sanga is going to win the tag titles basically by himself because his arm's in a sling and he can't do shit tonight. Um, the Creeds draw their spot in the gauntlet from the old Royal Rumble tumbler that they were using to pick their spots for the five fucking teams that were in this that did not include GYV because that was necessary. Right. Um, I was very upset by that. Yeah. So was I. Braun wants to know where his daddy is, and Gacy says Rick took a spanking like a man, left his <laughs> Hall, of Fame, Hall of Fame ring behind, which he then dropped into a bonfire. Um, after, Hell no. After he allowed <laughs> Harlan to abuse him in a cage for a week. Um, <laughs> Mandy introduces us to the brains, the beauty, the gold, and the beast of toxic attraction in a vignette. Ancient Andy hates Asians, and I don't know why, but jack-off time gets destroyed before their match. Uh, Stone says that there will be no match, but Jiro said, fuck that, came down, said he's going to kick 
uh, Stanley's ass back to the Stone Age because Von Wagner, we have various names for him. Stone Age Stanley, Prehistoric Paul, Jurassic Jim, <laughs> all of them because he looks like a caveman. Uh, Di- so Dino Dan defeats Ikeman Jiro. Uh, and then Prehistoric Paul launches Jiro into the crowd after the match. Uh, the th- a little, oh, uh, I can't even say that. The Kita Lion sits down for an interview that leads to a boot to the face yes. from Lash Legend and a Norman Smiley fucking cameo out of nowhere. Of all people, of all people, I marked Norman out for Norman Smiley. Smiley. Yeah, he was. Love Norman. He used to be in WCW. Yeah. He was WCW Hardcore Champ. He's one of the yeah, trainers. And when I saw him, I was like, "Holy shit, where the fuck have you been?" Marked out big time for Norman Smiley. And I also did a uh, "This Is Sparta" TikTok. If anyone finds a smacking raw TikTok. Right as uh, Lash is kicking the Kita Lions in the chest, so go check that out. It they challenged it, I appealed it, and they put it back up, so it, it's back and available for your viewing pleasure. Yeah, um, fuck TikTok. Mandy <laughs> defeats Dakota Kai to retain her championship, and then Wendy Cho gets Toxic Attraction really, really wet because Wendy's got the Super Soaker. Um, <laughs> Joe Wayne Gacy has another vignette. He's going to take everything from Braun, but might keep one thing um as a trophy then he pulls the ring out of the fire and pretends to burn himself really bad because he puts it directly onto his finger and they've got bad like sizzling sound effects as he's sliding the burnt hall of fame ring onto his ring finger um yeah tony extends an olive branch tony d extends an olive branch to legato and escobar's like no you know what fuck you and he's gonna regret that like the man said listen things don't go down come see me we can do business he's like no fuck you I'm going to handle shit tonight. And he, they didn't. So now there's going to be mafia versus cartel gang warfare in NXT. I just need to know Love that. who is joining Tony's side. No, I'm who not on Tony's Tony side. I, as an Italian, I am proudly on Tony Diaz. Absolutely not. I'm all for it. <laughs> all for it. Uh, yeah. Cora Jade has her make my, make a name for myself promo. And out comes Natalia because apparently there's no one left for her to tag with on the main roster. So they said, go down to NXT and do some shit. Uh, Cora's marking out for Natty, and Natty is crying because somebody actually likes her for real. It's really cool. Um, then Natty calls Cora the future and says, but the future is bleak, and straps a sharpshooter on Cora. Like, you had one fucking fan. Your sister, your sister has an OnlyFans with 10 times the fans that you have. And it's Her worth sister. checking out. I will say that. Jenny Neidhart does have an OnlyFans. Definitely worth checking out. Um, however, you had one, and you put it in a sharpshooter, Natalia. Shame on you. Shame. Uh, Draco Anthony loses to Zion Quinn in this weird, uh, it was about Joe Wayne Gacy, but now it's not anymore feud. Uh, Natalia is officially in NXT, I guess, because she's walking through the back past all the women. Tatum Paxley walks up, and she's like, listen, I've been trying to make a name for myself here and there. I want to match with you. And Natalia's like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. I got nothing better to do. Um, Unusual. Indy and Persia decide to force Duke and Dexter to be a team, seeing as they couldn't cohesively be a tag team. Why not have our boyfriends be one? Uh, I hate I They are two beers away from full-on swing. Like, literally <laughs> just two beers away. <laughs> so from... you're, you get the same vibe I do from it then, right? Oh, yeah, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in the yeah. main event, we have the tag gauntlet for the NXT Tag Team Champions. The Creeds go on a tear. They defeat Legato. They defeat Brooks and Dunn. They defeat Senga and the guy with the arm cast on the outside. 
and then lose to former NXT UK champions, Pretty Deadly, who decided to celebrate on Twitter, as you will see from our thumbnail, in bed together with fruit and in the bathroom together while one was taking a shit and the other was getting out of the shower. These Twitter, what? these pictures exist on Twitter. They're on Twitter. And you will oh, see them as the TV. thumbnail. I sent the thumbnail to Alexis so she can send it to you. These pictures exist and it is our thumbnail. And I am very confused about what is going on with Pretty Deadly. I, like, I'm not sure if they're just metrosexuals, if they're bisexuals, if they're what their I, deal is, but I'm curious. I mean, it's 2022, I watch, dude. I'm one of 20 people who watch NXT UK. Um, <laughs> their just whole shtick is just to make you feel uncomfortable in the best that. possible way, in the best possible way, but also kick your ass. Like it's very. I like to call them blouses because it's very Chappelle show um, <laughs> energy. Like that is literally their energy is it's they will wear, they're wearing blouses. They're wearing half the amount of clothes that I wear, would wear on a normal basis, but they will whoop your ass. Okay. I'm completely your ass. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I'm just saying, I think it works perfectly, especially in like 2022, because everyone's oh, yeah. a little gay in 2022 nowadays. Um, <laughs> except Tess. <laughs> she says she said she's not. <laughs> she ain't got to call me out like that. Talking about immediately. I was Damn. watching NXT UK oh. consistently until the pandemic and around the pandemic, which is about the time they won the tag titles. They fell off and I just never got back on with them. I went and checked out a few stuff with... Uh, um the women's division and the final boss and seeing like what she had going on over there but i have not consistently got back into my nxt uk watching um unfortunately and now everyone's coming I'm, over so yeah. i mean i love i love it because like what's the what's the, what's the shit who are they reminding me of they're reminding me of uh adrian adonis mm-hmm. like all the um guys from like back in the day that were like i don't understand but the pretty boys but they use like they would fuck with your brain because yeah. they were like, like I don't want to say toxic masculinity, but these guys just seem to be very comfortable with themselves. So they're like, you know what? This makes them uncomfortable. So let's just keep doing it. It gives me like very like gold dust when he used to fuck with people back in the day, kind of. I have a character on the show that I have done that I I, I will not break out, but uh, the whole purpose Aww. of it, the whole purpose of it, I, I call him the rack. He's kind of like the Gilberg of the rock, but I, I do a dusty voice with a little bit of sugar in the tank. And the whole point is to make mostly my male co-hosts uncomfortable and it works out fantastic. So these um, pictures are so crazy. Yeah. Right. right? Still looking. So She's been looking overall, for five minutes. what are we, what are we spitting? What are we swallowing from NXT? Uh, I'm Mandy Rose. I'm tired of her. Are you spitting Mandy Rose? No, I'm, I'm spitting, spitting her. She she ain't getting no she she not getting nothing. Fuck that bitch. I'm tired. I'm sick of her. I don't. I it, it would be different if Mandy if she gave you something, but everything is middle of the road with her, and you yeah. don't get to go one way or the other. And then she'll be mediocre in the ring, and then horrible on the microphone. And it's like. Girl, I, I came with you. You got to go. So she she's she not even getting nothing. She's not getting nothing from me. 
Alexis consider uh, I, I she not going nowhere near my mouth. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. See, now, Katie and I uh, have the opposite opinion because I feel like Mandy has gotten so much better since she's been in NXT. And maybe I am just mesmerized by what I'm looking at. But I, I, I do honestly feel like watching her matches compared to what she was doing on the main roster, even in NXT before, she has gotten so much better in the ring. And I love the entire toxic, uh, mostly Gigi and Mandy, mostly but the Gigi. entire toxic attraction, uh, aesthetic mm-hmm. and faction, what they're doing. So we swallow toxic attraction every week. Yeah. My thing is, as a whole, <laughs> as a whole, I really like toxic attraction as this, like as a whole, like aesthetically, because that's something that I've always kind of wanted in NXT and in the main roster was like basically like alternative not alternative girls but girls who weren't like basically i'm and there's no shade to trish like i love trish but i always wanted like a faction full of like leaders yeah who were unconventionally pretty but they could beat your ass and they were just like cool girls like yeah unconventionally pretty and that's what they minus mandy but that's what they are to me and that's what as a whole aesthetically I do like them Mandy I like her a little bit more than I did like on the main roster but she's very like you know she doesn't like I don't know she doesn't like give me everything like I really like Gigi um JC is there but I think (laughs) but I think like Gigi like really like carries like toxic attraction to me See, me and Nicole, same page, because my aesthetic, since we were talking about this earlier, Lita, Shotzi, Gigi. That's what it yeah. for me. And then Dexter Loomis, because something about a creepy guy that cuddles you to sleep. <laughs> we're all a little gay in 2022. Like, you know. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, I'm going to swallow the tag team main event. I, I understand why Pretty Deadly won, because with MSK gone and the feud originally supposed to being you know, this MSK Creed thing involving Pretty Deadly. It makes sense with the Creeds versus Pretty Deadly being the main thing to have the Creeds have to work back up to beating the heels as champions. So I, I get it, even though it was literally like their first match on NXT, they just came in, won the titles, boom. And mm-hmm. people didn't understand because they didn't watch NXT UK and they didn't know what the fuck, but it made sense to me. But the Creeds killed that match. Like they put on a star making performance, which makes me really sad. Because we, outside of the Usos, you know how WWE does tag teams on the main roster. I really love to see these guys do some shit on the main roster, uh-huh. and it's probably not going to happen, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm swallowing that. Uh, I'm swallowing everything Braun Breaker, Joe Wayne Gacy. I love horror movies, Katie. You don't have, you can spin it oh all you want. Listen, <laughs> this is straight up like some Silence of the Lambs serial killer shit that's why i call him joe wayne gacy and i am here for it rick steiner is not safe i had very much end of pulp fiction vibes going on oh my god this entire time (laughs) i feel bad for rick i'm worried about his safety i want to see braun go save him i am all for this joe wayne gacy is the perfect serial killer kidnapping kidnapping lock you in a dungeon bad guy I enjoy. I, it. I enjoy it. it. I love it. I love that storyline. I think it was it was done 
it was odd because they had him on um, Draco for a while. Then they just pulled yeah. him really quickly and put, put him on Braun. And it was just out of nowhere. But the story works for Gacy more specifically. And it also gives Braun a true adversary to go up against, not just necessarily the physicality, but on a mental note, how is he going to fare? So I love the story. I'm like, these are the type of stories you want to see when it comes to WWE, because this is what they used to be good at. This is this was the fun part of WWE. So I Game like this. Right. Like, I like this. And it's more, it's updated because it has a little bit of realism to it. Because you know there are yeah. people out there like Gacy who really exist. He's yeah. very charismatic, and which is very creepy. And he can draw people in. And it's it's very reminiscent of what Bray Wyatt was when he was there. So I... I like the storyline and I'm curious as to where it could go, but they've been known to do some really swervy shit as of lately. So if they do something weird, like fucking give Gacy this title after this shit, that'll take me out. Yeah, I'd be I like, agree. what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> However, I will like, say this. We may see Draco return because Gacy completely fuck, mind fucked Draco. Like Draco was so paranoid because Gacy was grooming him and shit. Like, he started fights with Zion Quinn. Gacy may have gotten to him. So if we get to a point to where it's Braun versus Gacy and Harlan is banned from ringside, you Draco may see Draco showing up. Yeah, I told, I told him the moment Joe Gacy started talking to him and walking around, I'm like, okay, they don't they put him with Gacy. Now he's going to have two creepy motherfuckers walking around. Uh-uh. <laughs> Harlan creeps me out. He's now- creepy. He reminds me of my friend Nate if he like hit a growth spurt. I know a guy who looks exactly like him and he's creepy as hell because he has like the really close like buzz cut hair and stuff. And, uh, I, I look, I, and he's the sweetest guy ever. He looks like he could chew your leg off but he's a really sweet guy. But he's like five foot nothing. And I looked at him one day and I said, hey baby Harlan, how are you? And he got some <laughs> <laughs> So sorry, um, sorry, Nate. I love you though. <laughs> I know you're watching this because I found your Pornhub account. <laughs> oh man! Trash. Trash. Oh no, no, no! Our phones, our phones look alike. I picked his up by accident and flipped it up. Homeboy didn't have it on password, and there's Pornhub like right there. So, <laughs> when I was first oh, dating my God. wife. Um, I was at my in-law's house and her best friend and her brother have been dating for uh, like years and I was on my couch and I opened my phone and I did the exact same thing and I learned a lesson that day because I opened my phone and porn popped up right on my phone and her best friend was standing behind me at the couch and saw it and said something to her so from that day I have always closed my browser windows when I was finished I never leave it open anymore <laughs> use the bi- biometric reader on modern phones password protect that mm-hmm. shit like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's the small things you can do but uh also now i have an excuse because if there's pornhub on my phone i'm be like oh yeah it's just my podcast like <laughs> great cop out that's um, the excuse i'm gonna have to use see there you go now listen i would just like to specify i don't have an issue with the feud right i'm going back to the topic mm-hmm this is literally just one giant Criminal Minds episode, and Joey <laughs> Gacy legitimately scares the shit out of me. If I saw that He's man such in a, a weirdo. by myself, 
I'm calling the police and we're stabbing him. On site. If you're in NXT's parking lot in general, I'm never going by myself. (laughs) I'm immediately going by myself. It was safe to be in the NXT parking lot. We had a whole conversation about this right before Halloween Havoc. The episode is called Clown Paint and Tears. And it is about how I wanted Joe Wayne Gacy to host Halloween Havoc from an unmarked van outside in the NXT parking lot and then just randomly have Harland abduct people. Yes. Clown paint scissoring in tears. You forgot yes, the clown paint scissoring in tears. That is correct. Clown paint scissoring in tears um, is the name of the episode. Uh, that's what I wanted to see from Halloween Havoc was just Joe Wayne Gacy hosting the show with an unmarked van outside and Harland randomly kidnapping people and shoving them into the van. I thought that would have been entertaining. Actually, honestly, I would pay to see that. <laughs> but it's also would... the very beginning of Katie's whole fear of Joe Wayne Gacy and he... never wanting to be in an NXT party, especially if there's an unmarked van. I've watched too many episodes of Criminal Minds. Shit, I can't. It fucks no, with my I, mind too I, much. I, I, I hate him. I watch we... serial killer documentaries pretty much all day, so every day. And he's very much reminiscent. He's real. One hundred percent. Real to me, damn it. Um, <laughs> I'm also going to swallow uh, Grimes versus Solo Sokoa, even though a thousand percent. I love I Solo. Love- I can't wait to see him do more. I knew Grimes just got the title; they weren't going to take it off him, so I kind of expected what we got. But I'm looking forward to seeing big things from Solo in the future. I'm. I, he's one of my favorite NXT superstars. Mo- the only men I really like like really like right now outside of because edge has got a whole dark faction thing going on that's really my aesthetic and i'm digging that is yeah men in nxt like there's not a whole lot of men on the main roster that are doing it for me most of my enjoyment is the women on the main roster which we'll talk about mm-hmm. to raw and smackdown but the men in yeah. nxt they've got a, i i dig Braun breaker i'm digging solo i've always loved me some dexter loomis i don't know what it is about that man he's just got some yes. sort of weird magnetism he's funny he's just he's funny a because... killer too. and he's funny yeah. I just loved it when him and Indy got married, and uh, <laughs> and he was like, "Does anyone have anything to like? Does anyone like speak now, forever hold you peace?" And everyone was like ready to say something, and that motherfucker just opens up his jacket, and there's his axe there, and he's like looking, and I'm like, "I dare you!" This is, and you can see like this thing is important to her. Which one of y'all are gonna fuck it up? And I'm like. I love him because that's actually really sweet. You know, exactly. He is a man that will not only cuddle you to sleep but protect you within a hatchet while you're while you are asleep. Oh so. my god! You also got to sleep with one eye open though the entire All time. Of the that's, oh, that's actually really difficult. Right. Y'all some toxic people, uh, I'm actually, toxic. I'm actually gonna swallow Natalia too. Uh, being in NXT, I I, I really enjoyed. They're gonna they're gonna use it to build Cora, so I think that is a positive thing because obviously they have big plans for Cora Jade. Um, mm-hmm. I'd rather not have Natty on the main roster involved in anything, and she's not going for yeah. a title in NXT. So if they're gonna use her to build some young talent on NXT, I'm all cool with it. Like it was a fun um, promo from Cora that led to a sharpshooter. We're gonna get her wrestling all of these young women, Tatum, Paxley, Cora Jade, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Great way to use Natalia and keep her off my TV on Mondays and Fridays. <laughs> um, I, I oh no, Natty. Natty! I mean, like Natty. I was thinking about this actually today, and Natty's kind of been just like she really hasn't been doing ma- really majorly anything on the main roster. And we've talked about this before on the show. I think it's like with Natty because you can see where someone works with her on TV. It's kind of like the 
okay, are you ready or not? Because if you can't have a good match with Natty Nyhart, which she's a veteran in the women's division, her and Naomi, um, if you can't have a good match with either of them, that means you're not ready. So the fact that they are sending her down to NXT to work with these people, I give Natty shit, but she knows what she's doing. Yeah. She knows she just has no charisma. She has no yeah, personality. No, she's boring as shit. Yeah. She yells. She talks about her cats. She has the same gear, you know, over and over again. But I mean, I really think she's a great wrestler. And if that's what they're going to do with her now and start slowly phasing her back or slowly phasing her to NXT to work with these women and make sure that they are ready to go up, like I could see them. It, not now, but like somewhere down the road, if Mandy still has that title, that's going to be like, if she loses it, she'll go up to the main roster probably again. But Natty will be that person that they're like, you need to get with her. And if you don't do good, then you're still down here. If like, that's going to like, she's the teacher. You have to pass with a pass or fail class at this time. Yeah. I'm fine mm-hmm. with her being in NXT. I think that a lot of people have issues when the stars come from the main roster to go to NXT. But in my mind, the way I see it is they either are helping to build a star or helping to create one. So as far as I'm concerned, while she's down there, Cora J is going to get a work with Natty right. and she's going she's gonna to imp- improve. Natalia always improves anybody she wrestles with. She did it with Lacey. Lacey and her had a decent match on the main roster, and it worked out for Lacey in her favor during that time. So as far as her being in NXT, I'm fine with it. Um, she ain't taking up nobody else's time. They rarely – the women's segments get shorter and shorter every week. So as far as I'm concerned, if she can be there to help Cora J be a better face and work better in the ring. I'm all for it. I see nothing wrong with it. They're not going to use her on the main roster because I don't want to watch her on the main roster either. I'm with Matt on this one. She bores me. <laughs> and she really, really irritates me as a heel. She is, and I know that's what she's supposed to do, but it's it's beyond your heel work. You're just getting on my fucking nerves. And I, I don't want to watch her. So I'm fine with her being in NXT because as long as Cora J beats her, I'm good. <laughs> I've always right. said Natty's my third favorite Nightheart. It's 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 Jenny, Jim, and then it's Natty. So and maybe fourth <laughs> if you count TJ. So no, she's my fifth. Damn. <laughs> Damn dude. It's two pause above her too. I don't know who's the fourth. Someone's before her, fuck, but she's my fuck her fucking cat. Fuck that fucking cat. I'm so sick I of love that goddamn that cat. cat. It's ugly um, as shit. Where's my cat? My cat's cuter. I actually forgot. Uh, real quick, overall, di- or not overall, uh, dynamite, spit or swallow. Katie? Swallow. Nicole? Swallow it. Tiffany? I'm going to spit it because I didn't watch it. So. Alexis? Swallow. And I'm going to swallow as well. Uh, do we have any other spits outside of Toxic Attraction from NXT? Swallow toxic attraction. I mean, you could spit that that Draco and Zion match. It wasn't a bad match, but Zion is amazing to look at. Uh, yes, thank you. I have no idea what the fuck he does when he goes in a ring and he shows up. I have no idea what he does. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what his move set is. I legitimately do not know his move set. I just look. I don't even care. 
I don't care. I love him. Oh, oh, I have a, I have a, I have a swallow. I have a swallow for NXT. He could be what? wrestling like Marina for all I know. Oh, no, God. stop that. No. Lash kicking no. Thakita. Lash kicking. Oh, forgot about that. Wow. Fucking face. That was probably my favorite. I fucking... love him. Oh my. I okay. I love Lash Legend because she just has the character. She has the personality. She has the charisma. She, I think she's all around. She's great. Nikita Riot. I'm not trying to jump on the hate train with her, but I need to see something more than you than your half-ass striker from Mortal Kombat half-finished cosplay. Oh. All I know is because that is she has a big ass. And like, that's all people seem to care about with her. And I'm just yeah. like, okay, something she does. Oh, she did the split leg thing. I mean, oh, you mean the thing, same thing that Naomi does, but when Naomi does it, y'all call it like ratchet and shit, but it's okay with a white girl doing it. Okay. I see what you're doing. I enjoy it when both of them do it. <laughs> uh, I know, oh, yeah. 100%. But um, I, 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 need, I need more from Nikita than she's a white girl with a big ass. And that's coming uh, from a white girl with a media, with a somewhat she actually can wrestle she actually can and she's not yeah. bad i've seen her wrestle before her nxt days when she was in wild wrestling as a lioness i remember she wasn't terrible then she isn't terrible i now. always forget she was there you was wow Yes. I always forget she was there. Yeah, she was a lioness. She was a lioness there. That was and she wasn't that. It's not that yes. she's a bad wrestler. It is that she, her character work is overshadowing what she can do in the ring. And right now what's happening is Lash Legend is outworking her in her character. See, you can be a face or like that middle tweener anti-hero character, but she's getting lost in everybody being infatuated with the way she looks and because she presents her ass first and not what she's capable of that is what people are going to focus on and that's the sad part because she actually is more than capable and you can see when they put on their match last week her and lash had a very good match together i like yeah. that and she won the match but this week lash was pissed and she straight up kicked her Beautiful. dead in her shit while she was sitting there. And I was like, this shit is <laughs> over. It don't matter what she do after this. She always <laughs> gonna be the bitch that got yeeted in her chair. It don't matter. Uh, I'm like, man, she saw Lash coming. She knew she didn't have time to move and that bitch just kicked her right in the... She could have ducked. She could have ducked. She could have ducked. She I'm didn't. With, I'm with you about Thakita Lyons and to your point, I call her Thakita, not Nikita, because of how she presents herself. However, um, I've seen, and again, it's mostly squash matches, so you're not really going to see what she can do because she's just going to go out there, she's going to throw her kicks, her punches, yeah. do her split, and get the win. And this is also WWE where they kind of like to dumb you down, do three to five moves to pop the crowd, and that's how they present people for the most part. Mm -hmm. Now, luckily in NXT, you get a, a little bit more leeway with that, so we saw it a little bit with Lash, and I'm looking forward to seeing more from her outside of just the aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Though I do really enjoy the aesthetic. And again, you said something about her uh, 
Same thing that Nicole said about Zion that is going to come into play later when we get to SmackDown. So I appreciate both of those points, and I'm going to hold on to those. Um, <laughs> NXT overall, spit or swallow? Katie? Swallow. Swallow. Nicole? Nicole? I'll swallow. Tiffany said swallow. Alexis? I'll swallow. I'm going to swallow as well. And Alexis, do you want to do Raw, SmackDown, or Rampage? Let's just get it over with. Let's just do Raw and just be done with it. <laughs> All right. So we kick Monday Night Raw off with Miz TV featuring Mr. Homelander himself, Cody Rhodes. Uh, Miz says Cody is all Cody is, is a name. Cody says Miz hasn't changed, but he has, and he's a contender now. Miz doesn't like Cody's chances against him or Seth. Cody says, bitch, you're scared of me. Seth can have a match if he wants it. Miz tries a sneak attack, the son of a plumber, or the grandson of a... No, grandson of a plumber. Of a plumber. Grandson. Um, grandson. But he clears that clog with ease, so Miz gets tossed right out the ring. Um, Dominic Mysterio gets wrecked by Veer. Veer said, tap all you want. I'm going to keep applying the pressure until you pass out, which is the kind of energy I can get behind. Um, he gets ripped away by middle management, and then Dom gets stretchered out. AJ interviewed middle Luke. management. Yeah, it was middle management. <laughs> it was. Um, AJ's interview leads to him jumping Damian Priest in the back. We get AJ versus Priest. Lights go out, and Priest kneels in the middle of the ring, middle of the match, in a blue light for some fucking reason. And then they just end it. Like we don't get a conclusion to the match. Damian just said, fuck it, took a knee, and then the match was over. And AJ was pissed. He's like, What? I what the fuck? He didn't even know. What I don't know what, what that happened. was. That was, stupid. that was stupid. Uh, Cody defeats the Miz. Seth, full on super villain mode, gets his rematch with Cody. He's crazy. <laughs> He's the Joker. He's some kind of weird DC villain, and I love it. Um, Ezekiel welcomes Champa to Raw during his interview, and everyone continues to pretend that Kevin Owens is crazy, and this <laughs> man is literally the younger brother of Elias. Um, <laughs> Liv loses to Naomi. Um, after beating Sasha in what was supposed to be a tag team title match that we didn't get because from what I understand, Rhea may or may not have had COVID, but apparently she's okay now because we saw her on SmackDown. We're going to get the match this week on Raw. Mm -hmm. uh, Bobby Lashley crashes the VIP lounge before he even kicks off because he wants answers. Like, what the fuck is going on here? And MVP's like, listen, I fucking made you. Without me, you were nothing. I made you yeah. and you turned your back on me so I went and found someone that appreciates me. This is very much the, you broke up with me, we're on a break. I found someone else and now you want me back situation. And I am on MVP side yeah. with this. Like you said you were done, but now that I got a new piece over here, all of the sudden our relationship was special to you. You said you didn't uh -huh. want this anymore. I found someone new. Uh, I'm with MVP. Uh, Bobby is going to go through almost to get to MVP, though, so we will see. 24-7 bachelor party. Truth's like, listen, 24-7 titles out there. You just can't let these women be out there doing their thing with a belt on the line. We got to go crash their bachelorette party. Uh, Theory gets his U.S. title shot. KO confronts Sonya and Adam about the way they run the show. And then Closet races Sonya, says she'll handle Bianca's opponent herself. Yeah. Uh, and mind you, closet racist character, not closet racist person, as far as we know. Um, Bianca, defeats, Bianca defeats Zelina. Sonya comes out after the win <laughs> with an open contract that she convinces Bianca to sign because Bianca's like, fuck you. 
I'm the best on the roster. It doesn't matter who you got. I'll take anybody. So he's like, okay, cool. Drops Bianca, signs the contract. Adam Pierce is pissed. He's like, what are you doing? She's like, she, it was an open contract. I signed it. You're just mad. Cause you didn't do, you didn't think of it. And Adam's like, Oh, we're going to, we're going to get the bottom of this. We're going to figure some shit out. Cause you're abusing your power. It's wrestling. Of course she is. I'm, um, I'm just saying if they do that bullshit thing, like, first off, Adam needs to get control of this bitch. Cause I can't fucking take him seriously as a man. I mean, like you can't control her. Like that's supposed to be your partner and you can't tell her to stop being a bitch. Okay. Right. Whatever. Um, I don't know why him, Adam can't do nothing. He'll never do nothing. When has he ever done anything? The last the time he energy had ball was when Bischoff was there and Bischoff was telling him, you got to get this under control. That was the last time he took control of anything. The and last time. Like, 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 it, 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 it just, it, I'm like, if she does the same thing, she did a fucking Naomi where she's like, you can't hit me when I'm wearing my jacket. You can't hit me because I'm your boss. I okay. I don't think Bianca go. I don't think that's how that's gonna go down. I no. understand. Like this is just really getting to me because the only feuds we have seen Sonia in is with women of color, and um, she giving me some mad Karen vibes. Oh yeah, like it's a closet because not it wasn't just women of color. You got to remember she was fucking with uh, Montez and um, the Street Profits too when they were trying to get their title rematch, and she was putting them off and putting them off, and they kept coming like, "Hey, where's our rematch? Where's our rematch?" So her entire character is not so closeted racist. I just, I she's a comfort. I don't. I just don't think that's cool to have that as a character. because it's it's just really un- uh, like I'm not speaking for Tiff or Nicole or anybody, but like just for me, it's very uncomfortable to watch because like she's gonna pull the same shit she did on Naomi, and I'm not yeah. for it. And this is what's pissing me off with Adam. It's like you're letting this bitch run everything, and you're too pussy of a man to stand up to her. And then people are online like, y'all are hating on her. Give her a chance. And it's like, no, because she's going to pull the same shit she did with Bianca that she did with Naomi. And even even then, I don't think that's like, and this shit needs to be a one-time match. They don't need to draw it out for six months. Because I'm going to be honest, Bianca could kick Sonya's ass in real life. She's going to. I mean, Bianca's not going to lose. I know, I no, know. Like, yeah, I doubt they'd do all that shit just for her to fucking lose a Sonya. Okay, so, okay so devil's advocate. We all asked for new matchups, did we not? That is something that people, WWE-wise, have been begging for. We don't want the same thing. We want new matchups. This is a new matchup. Because, honestly, the next pay-per-view is WrestleMania Backlash. They very well could yeah. have doubled back to Becky. They could have just gone back to Becky, okay? Yeah. More than likely, Becky was like, okay, I'm going to step aside. You guys figure it out from here. Put somebody else up there. Mm-hmm. Sonya's capable. Outside of her character, wrestling-wise, she's one of the best on the roster. A lot of people don't give her the credit she deserves. Wrestling-wise, she is it. As a heel character, you hate her fucking guts. She's doing her job. Mm-hmm. That's just the bottom line. When it comes to her 
going after Naomi. The only problem I had with that is you didn't give us a definitive answer as to why you're doing it. So that's why it comes off to us. Like you're going after her because you don't have no reason other than that's Naomi. Like you're not even giving us a clear definitive reason. She said it's she, like because you're walking around here with main character energy and you're not the main character. And bitch, it's just neither like, is she. We exactly. know. We, we know that. Like, that, that, that's not an answer. That's not an answer. I'm sorry. Aaron, that's not a definitive answer. It's bullshit. Aaron, okay. To piggyback on Tiff's point, while the character may be slightly problematic, the fact that it is problematic, I want to see Bianca beat the living shit out of Sonya Deville. And that is the whole point of Sonya's character is to make me get behind babyface Bianca and see her whoop that woman's ass. Right. Am, that is where I'm at. But I do agree that it is a problematic character because, again, when yes. you look at it, you have a problem with Naomi, you have a problem with Bianca, you have a problem with the Street Profits, and the only thing that they all have in common outside of Bianca and the Street Profits, you know, Montez and... Yeah, they're she all went black. after Cameron at the Royal Rumble. Cameron, yep. because she was friends with Naomi. And I'm like, okay, you ain't even hiding it at this point now, are you? It's, and it I, was he, okay. So if I were to remove their color, my only thing would be you're jealous because you don't have the same command of the crowd that they do, which Sonya doesn't. As a face character, Sonya doesn't have that. No. As a heel, she draws the heat she's supposed to draw. If not more, she does it appropriately. It's just, there's a white woman yeah. in an authority figure coming down on this black woman and we all see it. Okay? So that's mm -hmm. why it's coming across like this is racist. Y'all need to fix this. But in the end, Naomi's the one who got the last laugh. She beat her in Saudi, and we got mm -hmm. to see Rhonda put her ass in that armbar, which that worked for me. She went down, her ass tapped, so I didn't give a shit. So as far as I'm concerned, as long as the end game is they went out in the end, I don't care. I'm fine with Sonya going up against Bianca. Storyline-wise, of course I was mad the way she went about it, because she blindsided the girl, and <laughs> instead of her just being straight up walking out there, signing the contract in her face like, I'm your next opponent, and punching her in her face. I could have respected that, because that's some boss bitch shit. But when you, when you attack a bitch from behind, it's clear you don't think you measure up enough to go one-on-one, -on -one, head head-to-head with her. So you made right. sure she was caught off guard to do mm -hmm. what you did. So that's fine. But in the end, Bianca's going to win. Yep. She's going she's yeah. gonna to will out. Yeah. So I don't care. Let that come cricket have her shot, and then she can go crawl back into her home somewhere. Uh, I just, I just want to see how many people are going to complain about her being hit with Bianca's braid like they did when Becky got hit by it. Oh, that's a given. She better get slapped with that braid. I want to mm -hmm. see her get whipped. I'm sorry. I need to see that for the ancestors. I need to see it. That is something <laughs> I have to see. For me. I also know Katie would like to whip her herself. So. Okay, uh, cool. Me and Katie on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> I think Katie, Katie Katie wants to do it in another way though, Tiff. Yeah. What? Ew. <laughs> no, you know what? No, I'm not at all, actually. Uh, I, I got issues. I mean, we're not gonna talk about it. Matt, continue. I mean, we are, look, we all got issues, honey. No worries, okay? 
No we, we talked about this earlier on the show. I was just bringing it back up. Um, Los Lotharios, Nikki Ash, Party Crash, The Bachelorette Party. Truth puts the 24-7 title on hiatus until the wedding next week, which he is going to be officiating because he got his oh, officiate license oh, online. Gosh. I'll um, watch it for that. Adam confronts oh, Sonya. We talked about belt. that. I hope he gets that belt back. I really do. <laughs> RK blows, defeats Alpha Academy. Usos arrive right after the match, come out for the Raw Tag Team titles for the unification. Street Profits do not want to be left out. They come out and tell the Usos they can get in the back of the line. They're next. They beat Alpha Academy. It's our title shot, and then we'll fight you, which I would much rather see Usos, Street Profits for the unification, but that's because I hate Matt Riddle, and I don't want to see him have any more success. Put him in the 24-7 division. Let him run around on a scooter. It'll be fantastic. Um... Randy makes the match between the Usos and the Street Profits, and the Usos get the win over the Street Profits. And then after the match, Riddle and Randy attack the Street Profits. Uh, Randy hits Montez with the cutter. Angelo Dawkins, being a nice guy, came up to give Riddle a hug. Riddle grabs him and pulls him over the top rope with them on some bullshit. I don't know what that was about. Guy's a dick. And that's how we go <laughs> off air. Um, do we have any others? I mean, we talked Naomi and uh or not Naomi, we talked Bianca and Sonia. Uh do we have any other swallows or spits for Monday Night Raw? These this whole belt unification thing, I'm not getting a good vibe from it. I don't mm. I don't like it. I don't like it because everyone now is thinking, oh they're gonna they're gonna end the brand split. It it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work because people are already complaining certain people don't get T V screen time. Mm. What do you think's gonna happen when these belts get unified? There has not been a brand split since Survivor Series. Okay. <laughs> and it's already over. Um, it's over. My thing is, honestly, they don't have enough. They don't have enough men. They don't have enough men's tag team division um, on both brands to support having two belts anymore. Yeah. They just mm-hmm. don't. Oh, they the just tag don't. Team, the tag team unification, I'm fine with. Because the yeah. there are not enough tag teams down on the main roster, period. Like, they would literally have to bring up all the tag teams from NXT and NXT UK just to split them up and fill out the roster enough for them to make that tag team yeah. division worthwhile. I'm okay with them unifying it for the time being until they build up enough people on NXT, um, NXT UK, NXT, regular NXT, in my opinion, um, Mustache Mountain should have been brought up oh, yeah. months and months ago, in my opinion. Yeah. I feel like there's no reason to keep, to have them in regular NXT, and then moving them into, um, and back to NXT UK, go back and forth, back and forth. They should have, they could, they should have been brought up with Pete Dunne, in my opinion, um, mm-hmm. If they're not going to do anything for grizzled young vets, like bring them up as well. So it's just like, I feel like it, they sh- might as well just unify them for the time being if they're not going to do anything much with them. The tag belts, I'm okay with them unifying. It was yeah. the main belt that I didn't like because now you're unifying this belt, you're unifying the tag belts. It's only a matter of time before the women's titles get unified and the um, mid-card titles are unified. So 
once that happens, opportunities are going to get cut off. That's mm -hmm. going to shorten a lot of people's time on TV. While Which I'm I don't think they would unify the IC and the um, United yes. States. I don't think They're they'd actually do unify one them. them. One of them's going in that vault. It's the U.S. title because if you look at it, the U.S. title came over from WCW. The IC title is a WWE staple. So if they're going to get rid of one, they're going to get rid of the U.S. title. They're going to keep the IC belt. And it's going to be IC, women's, uh, men's, and then the tag belts uh, for both. But it also goes back to Fox because Fox has sunk a lot of money into the WWE. And they have made it well known there's only certain people they want on their show. So, mm -hmm. you know, as soon, as soon as they do, like, the next draft, we're probably going to be seeing, like, Bianca head, like, if Bianca's not champion, she'll be heading back to SmackDown. People, like, they'll, 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 sw they'll switch people in and out, but they only want certain people on there. Fox isn't going to have spent all this money and then just have, like, who's going to have fucking Austin Theory show up full-time on SmackDown? He does Whoa. not bring... If they, get rid of, if they unify the belts and they just they've already they basically don't. ended the brand split. Yeah, so there is no draft, and they put whoever Fox wants on SmackDown on SmackDown. I mean, the way I see it is they're gonna keep the people as champion that they have champion as now, and they're just gonna make sure that certain people are seen on Fox and others are seen on Raw. That might That's actually right. be the issue is both USA and Fox wanting the same people. WWE's like, well, the only way to do that is unify the put everywhere and everywhere and yeah, our brand split. Yeah, but that, and, but that's gonna be the issue. Things are gonna get. It's already stale. Now, you're talking about having Roman pulling double duty on both shows. That man takes yeah. six minutes to come to the ring. Six. Yeah. Okay. You want six minutes of walking down the ramp? Another ten. Talking about how he's fucking everybody because we all know that smash yeah. equals fucking. That is the slate, that is the slang lingo. He's been saying it for <laughs> over two fucking years. I'm like, okay, you have fucked everybody. Yeah. Now, at least, at least now, he's left his wife alone at this point. Like, mm -hmm. I I love Roman. I do, but Jesus, <laughs> like, walk a little faster. God damn. If, if you fucking like step, step Roman, yeah, he takes fucking forever to like, Roman, no, no joke, dead ass. When he comes out on tomorrow, when you watch it, count just look at the clock and see how long it takes him. It's anywhere from three to six minutes, and we're talking from the time he comes out to the time he gets in the ring holding up the belt and the pyro hit. It's three to six minutes. You're sitting there just watching him. And I'm just like. My friend at WrestleMania when are... he came over. My friend came over for WrestleMania. He went out to have a cigarette. I went out to talk to him. He's like, I need to get a quick. I'm not smoking again. Don't give me that look. So like he, he me and him are talking. He's like, I want to get this in before Roman's match. So me and him are mm -hmm. out there. We see him coming and he's <laughs> like, okay, I'm hurrying up. And by the time we get back in there, he is still not in the ring. If that's how long it takes for you to fuck, I don't want it. I, I don't oh want my it. God. I don't want it. It's too long. We as, as an Undertaker we were, fan, I don't mind a long entrance. No, so I, I, I have that. 
there is a difference because the tw- in the Undertaker's entrance, I'm entertained because there's spooky shit going on. Roman is just standing there with his goons yeah. and Paul and his little Brock Lesnar's leftover standing next to him. And then it's like he just, he just he just fucking stands there. He doesn't do anything except uh-uh. he takes too long. Hurry up. Can there. you find the clip? Can you find the pussy? What is happening? What is it going goes, It should not you. take you long. And then you come down here and all you say is, I smashed them all. Bitch, we know. We know. <laughs> we know how much you impregnate your wife, Roman. Just Stop, okay. We don't we don't want to hear that no more. We tired of it. Run your ass down there. We 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 just got it. It's over. It's dead. Just come up. Just come oh my out faster, please. Roman's Roman's wife called creative, and she's like, "Look, I don't want to get pregnant this year. Keep him busy. Hell no. I don't want to just keep him. No. He only comes home once a day, and then he's gone, and I don't have to worry about getting knocked up with At another rate, I'm wins. surprised she got pregnant with how slow he is. I'm surprised. I'm oh shocked. my god. I'm shocked. Cause he take it all day. All what did I rock? Katie, spit or swallow. Since we barely talked about it, sure. Um I'm just gonna I'm gonna spit raw. I'm spit raw. Nicole. Um, I'll spit it. I hate that my camera's backwards and I say Nicole and I point to Katie on my screen and I say Katie and I point to Nicole. <laughs> it fucks me up. <laughs> Tiffany. Eh. I spit it. Alexis? Um, I'll spit it. Um, there is one thing I'll follow, though, was the Lacey Evans promo she did. That was that on was SmackDown. Was We're going to talk about Yeah. Was that on, it was was on that SmackDown? That was last week, and that was tonight. And that he is the thing I wanted to talk about yeah. that okay. related to Nicole and Tiffany. So we will talk about that, because that is the thing okay. we're going to talk about. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's it, move it on was, to that. Bit. <laughs> and i'm gonna spit as well uh yeah so let's go smackdown then we'll bang that out or no we'll do rampage real quick because that's short um yeah the blackpool combat club defeats the ass family the butcher has an enhancement match cody rhodes challenges cm punk and ruby soho defeats robin renegade with a little hey. bit of twin magic yes Did you say cody rhodes, cody. Challenges okay, cody. CM rhodes. Punk? dustin rhodes i'm sorry there you oh. go challenges CM Punk. This is why you I, have I me. Was like, I what? wrote Roads. You're out here assuming Hopelander's back? Get out. Uh, <laughs> oh, Ruby Soho God. defeats Robin Renegade to qualify for the Owen Invitational. We also get a little bit of twin magic from the Renegade sisters, a la the Bellas. Love that, that for them. That was cool. Uh, so I'm going to swallow the main event. I'm happy to see Ruby back on AEW TV finally, getting a win, qualifying for the tournament. Um, I'm surprised we're having qualifying matches for the tournament, considering Crazy. what we That's so weird the other roster. But hey, it is what yeah. it is. The 34 yeah. women, yeah, I know. Weird. <laughs> I've counted; um, they have like 34 women on the roster and like over 100 men. So it went up since we counted it. Good to know. Yeah, last time I counted, it was like 34. Question: oh, How my. many of those women are actually being used? You mean off the top of my head? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> anything that's not enhancement matches like actual like yeah I, I can't think that much but I mean, no, my no brain does not work we got, we got Marina she's supposed to be the next big thing no fuck her 
I mean, Kay and Sammy are going to start an OnlyFans, apparently. So, like, there's... Ew! Uh, are they dropping oh, yeah. sexy? That's all, no, that's all not, I care about if they do. They're not dropping it. No, no. If no, they, if no. That's the only reason I would care. I'm not even pansexual anymore. I'm just, like, asexual now. Like, that was, <laughs> no. I'm nothing. Fuck y'all. <laughs> um, no. Anything else from Rampage outside of the main event? Like, uh, the, the, the trios match was fine. Uh, Wheeler, Yuta, and the... Yeah. I feel like they always do that, though. Not Wheeler and Yuta, but I feel like they always throw a trios match on Rampage, and it's just like, okay, like, you're just using this to take up time. Yeah. Literally, those were the only two matches they had. Everything else was just like... Oh, what about Adam Cole versus Adam Page? Oh, yes, I didn't put that in my notes, and that was the last thing I watched. Our main event was Adam Cole versus Adam Page in a Texas death match, and Adam Page retained the title. Um, love that it was a fun match i i love the dead eye so the fact that the dead eye with the barbed wire crown through the table was the way it ended Mm -hmm. though i do not for the life of me understand what the fuck the rules are for a texas death match because i thought it was like you had to do a 10 count and then there was a pin but then sometimes it's just a 10 count and i'm very confused they change it every time they do one there's been yeah. like four on aw and the rules have been different they always every change the rules every time they do one it, it used to be with death matches like um pretty much they have to stop moving right like if they mm-hmm. like it was kind of like the ref's decision but it gets to the point like the dude looks like he's dead that's what it used to be and Fun. They took something so simple and had to make it so overly complicated. Like Terry Funk, just like, what the fuck is going on? What did y'all do today? The Punjabi prison match. Uh, Just overcomplicated the shit out of it for no reason. Yeah. I I mean, it's, it's, I mean, like, I, death match is pretty much a fancy word for last man standing. That's, that's what it pretty much comes down to. Down to. Literally what it is. And just like a Chicago street fight, it's just a regular street fight. It just happens in Chicago. So a Texas death exactly. match shouldn't yes. be a death match that just happens in Texas. <laughs> what was that thing they did with Apollo and uh, Biggie? The drum match? Nigerian yeah. drum match. It, it, it was just another like Symphony for Destruction match, which I can't watch those matches because I'm a huge nerd, uh, music nerd and seeing instruments destroy just hurts me on the inside. But all in all, it's just like a fancier hard, like not even a hardcore. It's just balls count anywhere, anything goes match. That's what it comes mm-hmm. out to be. But yeah, page page one. In my defense, I had the day off because it's a federal holiday. So like, yay, my job, federal holidays off. So I was with my wife uh, watching this stuff. And if I leave anything out from SmackDown or like I did the main event tonight, it's because I was talking and absolutely just forgot to type it in my notes. So. Thank you for reminding me that we had a fucking world title match at the end of Rampage. Uh, which <laughs> you said, you said you were swallowing the main event, so I assumed yeah. you like... I was literally just talking about Ruby Soho because... Ruby, Ruby Soho. Which I'm glad it wasn't. Um, yeah, no, so... Swallowing that, swallowing Ruby Soho, uh, the trios match was fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Overall, gargle, I'd say. Just because, like, you can have a killer main event, but like you can't have that be the only thing that carries the show. Exactly. I see. I'm going to swallow just for the finish of the main event. Like I said, I love the dead eye and doing it through a table with a barbed wire crown that popped me. So also I believe I invented the dead eye and Adam page stole it from me. So there's that. Um, <laughs> uh, I did that on my trampoline like 10 years before that man was born. 
neither here nor there. Uh, Katie? Oh, now I feel old again. Shit. Yeah, right? Uh, I'm going to swallow for the main event. And Ruby. Swallow for the main event. Nicole? I'll swallow also for the main event. Just the main event. So I love yeah. Adam Cole, baby. Tiffany, I know you watched <laughs> the whole thing and enjoyed it all, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm a spit. Okay. <laughs> I all just right. didn't watch it. I'm sorry. I mean, we'll, we'll, we pretty much just swallow for Adam Page because. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Alexis, Alexis can do a double swallow then. She can, she can take my. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. I mean, I mean, if you guys want to snowball, you guys can snowball. It's all good. Uh, Smackdown. Dude. To prove that the brand split no longer exists, RK Blow shows up at the beginning of the show to accept the Usos challenge. Randy, bro is not a letter. You cannot say the three most devastating letters and then say RK, bro. Bro is not a letter in any alphabet or dictionary, sir. You leave Randall alone. You know what? Randy's a, Randy's a damn legend. He can do whatever he wants. I just want He's to know who the fuck Matt is blowing in the back because, like... Randy Orton, he's his partner, so yeah. you know. Yeah. I, I guarantee you, Matt Rill is just Randy's weed dealer, and that's why he's there. Like that, that is, that is it. When, you know what? Yeah, that works. That's canon. Yeah. Now. that's the reason. Uh, the Usos end up taking out Riddle. Then RK Blows meets with Pierce, talk about the title unification. He's like, "Well, I can't make that decision. The higher powers have to. They make the match, of course." What are you here for, then, yeah. man? What are you here for? Absolutely not. Wide hips. That's about it. This is why I'm such a bitch to you in 2K22 because you ain't no, you don't know how to do your fucking job. Oh, he's the last person I would pick to be GM in 2K22. Uh, no, like he he. There's some bullshit that goes on. I won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't played uh, 2K22 My Rise, but it's like Sonya cost him his job at one point because of some bullshit she's doing, and then he's like. He comes back. He's like, I'm so sorry. If you do this, you all reinstate your job. I'll be like, oh, now you believe me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, you want me to do you a favor, but then when I go back and ask you to, to see if I can go up against Rhea, you're like, you're not ready. And I'm like, fuck you. I just got you to get your job back. You <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. Uh, he also does make a match for tonight, Riddle versus Jey Uso, because apparently he has that power. Uh, Naomi loses to Rhea in a fucking banger. Naomi showed out tonight. Uh, we got a Baron Corbin interview. Um, the only thing important about the Baron Corbin interview is the tweet that I made. Go check out the tweet. I paused the show yeah. to talk to my wife. There's a picture of uh, the interviewer's face from the TV screen that I paused that perfectly describes having to do anything with Baron Corbin at all in <laughs> WWE. So please go check that out at my Ritter. Um, we have a Moss interview with our new backstage correspondent, Drew Gulak. Uh, he says he's done with puns. Los Lotharios can kiss his ass. Uh, the Usos walk <laughs> out of uh, an interview with Kayla without talking to her. And then we get the match. Moss defeats Humberto Carrillo. Drew interrupts Charlotte to ask Adam Pierce for a performance review from the one interview that he has done so far. Uh, Drew Gulak, because now we got two Drew, so I got to specify. Uh, Charlotte gets annoyed and says, all right, you want to perform an yeah. interview? Come down to the ring and interview me, bitch. Let's go. Um, I would have seen him wrestle her. That would have been better. No, what you got was 
her laying his ass out. Well, Drew interviews Charlotte. Charlotte says she was saving Ronda's ego. She didn't tap. She was just trying to fix her titties. Uh, Drew keeps pushing Charlotte's buttons. So she snaps, calls Drew out, says you're a quitter, calls all the fans quitters, says you couldn't wrestle. Now you're an interviewer. And then she picks him out of the ring. After saying that she's full of winner's DNA, and I don't think that's Andrade's because I can't remember the last match he lost, so I don't know whose (laughs) DNA she's full of, but it's somebody's. Um, Tackles Drew Gulak to the ground, puts him in the figure four, and I would say he was adjusting his jack. He wasn't tapping out. He was just adjusting. (laughs) If she was adjusting her titties, he was adjusting his jack. Like, it is what it is. Um, Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn. Sami comes out, does this whole... I wasn't running. I'm a strategist. And tonight I'm going to prove it and I'm going to win. And then forgets that he left his balls in the crowd. So he goes to look for them, gets counted out. Drew runs out there to help him go find his balls. Sammy gets scared and runs away. Uh, Ricochet says, I'm not perfect. I just looked that way in an interview. Uh, then he defeats gender to retain his IC title. I, I agree. Finally got character. Uh, Seamus. And company has an interview. They're on the same page. New Day is the enemy. And then randomly, Butch just like, you keep your dog on a fucking leash. Like, you don't just let this dog run around. Like, he disappears. He's he, gone. He reminds he's me of a, He reminds me of a hyperactive toddler. Having dealt with a hyperactive toddler, I can say that because <laughs> mine was mine was that shit crazy. <laughs> It got to the point that one time I had to grab her by the back of her pants and haul her ass up and drag her out to the car because I, what did they do to Pete Dunn? What the, I, I guess he's, he's happy. That shit is funny. The, what the fuck it's did they do to Pete Dunn though? That's I know. It's funny. He's a pitbull. <laughs> I mean, literally they're having a conversation with him, and then this man is gone, and Ridge is trying to tap on Seamus, and Seamus is like, dude, I'm talking. Shut the fuck up. And Ridge is like, no, bro, really. He's like, what the fuck do you want? Butch is gone. Wait, what do you mean, Butch? Is- you had one job was to watch this man, yeah. and he just walked away on your watch, and yeah. next time we see Butch, he just says, fuck it, and wow, starts beating the, the shit out, out of the New Day. They're chilling, having a good time, signing autographs, and this man just pounces on him like a rabid dog, starts whooping yeah. them. Ridge and Seamus come in. It's a whole thing. Lacey has an interview, and for the second week in a row, I did not hear a word she said because I could not stop staring at what she was wearing, which goes back to what Nicole said about Zion Quinn and how she has no idea what he's about because she can't stop looking at him and what Tiffany said about the Keto Lions because, and Lacey's not even my thing, but I do have a thing for like that kind of lingerie sort of bodysuit thing that she was wearing, and it just takes me out. Yeah, it just takes me out of it. And I I literally, also, I said that to my wife and we had a very long discussion about how I shouldn't be saying things like that. So I did actually miss what she was saying. <laughs> However, I was distracted and I said it twice now. Once it. on camera. Um, <laughs> and then in our main event, Matt Riddle defeats Jey Uso. Yeah. Mm. Which is why Whoa. I'm spitting, I'm spitting just SmackDown. Just circle back really It wasn't quickly. a bad match though. Matt Riddle match is a bad match. Just to to circle back a little bit on Lacey, I have been screaming about this for Lacey for years. For years. She did. I was like, 
for the fucking life of me. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, I loved her Southern Belle. I said it was fucking stupid. I hated it. I hate that gimmick. You I said- hated that gimmick because she has such a wonderfully powerful story. Mm-hmm. Yep. She has such a beautiful story of how she literally has like gone through all this and persevered and done so much. I was like, in my life, that girl would never be a heel. She would be okay. John Cena on steroids. With a vagina. <clears throat> Who actually went to the military. Thanks. <laughs> instead of that bullshit they were doing with him. I was mm. like, she would be on. And I was like, her and Bianca would be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Literally everywhere. You would would literally wake up and you would see Lacey. You would turn around. There's Bianca right there. They would be <laughs> in your face everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it sounds so like her glad. story is worth hearing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to find it's it on a, YouTube. It's a, it's a beautiful story. If you obviously, if people, I don't even know she still does this fucking podcast anymore. Love Lillian Garcia. She's fucking boring. But <laughs> she, I first heard Lacey's story on Lillian's uh, podcast and I was just completely blown away. Completely blown away by it. And um, so again, if people want to, um, you know, comb through Lillian's podcast, I don't know. I think it like exist. I don't know if she does any new episodes, but you'll have to like go back a while, and she like tells her whole entire story, and it's crazy. Well, then yeah, I can find does. that and listen to that, and not be distracted by the mesh bodysuit. So, yes. that's what I will do. I love her outfit. I'm like, yeah. yes, Milf um, of Times Two. Love this yeah. for you. Have you seen the baby? Okay, so like, I guess they have the Instagram set up for her daughter Summer, and there's a picture of like the whole family, and you know, Lacey smiling, her husband smiling, Summer smiling. Yeah. And then they Very have the baby. They have this baby. And the baby is mean mugging. Like, she's ready to fight somebody already. I'm like, damn, that baby's scary. But I I like Lacey. Because um, at first, I mean, like, I liked her the whole, I have a thing for, like, vintage pinup and all that. So I was kind of drawn mm-hmm. to that. I was like, okay, you know, she's she's good. But I really didn't start liking her till she became a face. And then I learned her story. And it sounds very relatable to what my mo- my mom went through because my mom wanted to be a Marine and she gave that up to raise me and my brother. But my mom's always been like the strong person in my life. And as a mom myself, I strive to be that strong person that my daughter looks up to. Um, you know, she, she can't, she can't do heel. She can't because it's like when she was faced, she seemed to be like better wrestling, but when she got, she turned heel she got floppy and then yeah. it's like I don't I don't know and it, it's just like Nicole's been right about this the entire time put her ass on Smackdown <clears throat> make a big deal when it comes to like Veterans Day and Fourth of July and anything that has to do with mental health because Lacey is very big on that because her being in the military she has seen the, the fallout of people not getting the mental health they need when they come mm-hmm. back with PTSD or anxiety and depression. And she does so much for that. And um, 
you know, anything that would have to do with that. She, she overall, she's a very strong woman. And again, she kind of reminds me of my mom a little bit. So maybe that's why I know that sounds weird, but, um, I'm all ready for Sonya Blade to come back and just start being like a badass military chick and kicking people's ass at this point. Not Sonya Blade. <laughs> Sonya Blade, man. Like when the first outfit she wore, I'm like, that's some Mortal Kombat. I what like with these women. What is this? These women in Mortal Kombat lately with these cosplays? What the fuck? Yeah. I've always liked Lacey. Even when our, when she first debuted in NXT, I liked her then. I didn't have a problem with her Southern Belle gimmick, but I did feel like it, it was she was more reliant on the gimmick than she was on the wrestling. It wasn't balanced enough. Um, I, I'm a military brat. My whole family was in the military. I'm married an airman. So I'm well aware of um, her time in the military. I understand it. And Nicole has been preaching this since I have known her, which she has been screaming it. We do, I do my lives every week and we used to go in and especially during the pandemic, like she was like, I don't understand why they have Lacey doing this. She is the perfect poster child for that all American military girl. She's done everything. She has that background. Like they could be really pushing her and selling her with the whole USA chance and everything. And God damn it, I hate when she's right because they always do it. They wait. They, she says something and it'll be like six months to like a year. It'll pop up on TV. And she'll be like, I fucking told you. And I'd be like, this yep. bitch. They listening to us, man. I'm really convenient they are listening to us. But she right. I don't know. Like, we, Talking we, about bots. That's where oh fucking God. WWE uses fucking bots for stealing ideas from man. people. They're coming in the lives. They're listening to the podcast because I mean she'll say it. She'll say it multiple times, and I'll be like, I don't know. Maybe they'll do it. She was like, they need to, and she's been saying this about Lacey since Lacey got there. So I was like, I don't know. They seem to like her Southern Belle stuff, but they done switched roles since she came back and had the baby. They done switched her off to be in the face, which the first time that she was a face, it really worked out for her. It the did. They were pushing Bailey and, and Sasha at the time, so she couldn't get the belt from Bailey. But that face character turn for her, she had the crowd on her side the whole time. It worked for her. And I was like, okay, so they're going to keep running with that. They didn't. They switched her back to being that Southern Belle heel character. Which it worked, I guess. When she and they had that shiny. weird shit with Flair. No, yeah. we don't mention that. We don't. We don't mention that. So ever, we're swallowing ever. Lacey's promo. Uh, I'm also going to swallow yeah. Naomi versus Rhea because that was a yes. hell of a match. Yes, yes. that was sure. a damn good match. Um, I'm spitting everything Matt Riddle. Yes. His existence. Yeah. I'm, I'm spitting SmackDown because he was there and I had to watch him wrestle no. and cut a promo. He <laughs> opened and closed I, the show. He opened I and mean, closed like, the I'm, show. I'm, Fuck the show. I, I, even trying to be funny but seriously what is so special about this guy because like i wasn't watching it i they got me into watching nxt and i was watching a takeover i forgot which one it was and um he came on and like they were talking about like they weren't over hyping him or anything but people were talking about him people were talking about him online i had friends hyping him up i'm like okay i'll see what the big deal is i was not impressed you know, you know what? He, he is every 
He is every stoner character from every genre rolled into one. I I hate that. Like, I do have a friend that I call Fat Riddle because he looks like Matt Riddle if he ever stopped smoking pot and gained a lot of weight. Um, he calls me a cunt. So, you know, that's how our friendship works. Jesus. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have weird friends, you know? <laughs> So like, but I don't, I don't understand the hype. And then I try to watch him. I try to watch his stuff on the indies. Don't yeah. understand it. And they're like, oh, he puts bro. I'm like, so is it because he puts bro in front of everything? Like I say, bro, <clears throat> at least. Oh, like, <laughs> I got bro like, twice by you this week. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So I, I'm with, I'm with Matt. I, I don't understand why people are going so ape shit crazy for Riddle. He's not that good of a wrestler, and honestly, someone's gonna break his damn feet one day, and I'm might gonna have to be the bitch and laugh when it happens. I'll be I there mean, with I you. think Matt Riddle. The only thing is, I like about Riddle, and my favorite thing is like the flip flop things when he gets in the ring. I think that's, I don't know, that's dumb, but it always entertains me. Like that makes me giggle. Sandals is his like, name. Fucking dumb. A lot. I just it's like you spending all your like you spending all your paychecks on sandwiches. Like, fuck you. Out. Like that's funny. My kind of like people. I don't. I don't consider myself an intelligent. I don't consider myself an intelligent um, wrestling fan, obviously, because I have no idea who what Zion Quinn does. I have what what is his set? <laughs> he shows up on your team. I know and you're nothing. Happy while he's on screen, nothing. I don't job. know what the what does his theme song even sound like. I don't know. I'm, I've never. No. Listened I don't know, and I don't even care. Is it I, wrong? Not, I, don't, I want him on TV every week. I, I, I don't even say it's hip hop, but I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. Literally nothing. <laughs> All I know is he played Quidditch or some shit, and now he's here wrestling. Like, this thing is like Quidditch. Quidditch. He said Quidditch. Quidditch. Actually, he played Quidditch or something, and then now he he's wrestling. Playing, and... I'm pretty sure he played soccer. You know what? The universe just gave us him, and they're like, hey, Sorry, you have to step through all the mediocre shit. Here is our present to you. He looks like a beater. I'm pretty sure he was a beater. I actually hate you. Oh, Stop. he played rugby. He played Quidditch without the brooms. <laughs> Rugby's Quidditch without the brooms. Oh my god, that's some bullshit right there. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got any other swallows or spits from SmackDown tonight? Uh, I mean, uh... I mean, you said Naomi and Rhea specifically for Rhea. I always damn. follow Naomi. That sounded real bad. Jimmy, don't come fight me. Naomi <laughs> killed it tonight. Like she pulled out she some just, and I don't think Naomi gets Naomi's the amazing she for the wrestler yeah, that Naomi. she is. Again, I about... watch what I say about Naomi because I'm pretty sure Jimmy can fight. I'm not yeah. fighting this one. Jimmy can fight. <laughs> yeah, you're not only going to have to fight. I'm Jimmy, not fighting this one. Jay. You're gonna have to fight the family, and then you're gonna have to fight the extended family, and then you're right. gonna have to fight the grandparents. Like I'm that's not how gonna fight Shit. I got enough cousins. I got enough. I got enough cousins. Uh, I'm not fighting. I'm not we fighting got. a Samoan. I'm Jimmy not gonna fight. Fuck that. We gonna die. Who gives you? I'll fight a Samoan, but I won't fight a Samoan. I, I ain't that. I'll fight. Live for Rhea in a heartbeat. 
Oh yeah, we are well, definitely. Hey, Liv can't fight. Exactly, Liv can't, can't fight. I'll whoop her ass. We, we are fairly certain Liv and Rhea are fucking at this point. Like there is if a lot. They're of not. Oh, they're not. I told you, I was not the only one. There's something going on there. You cosplay as Batman and Catwoman at WrestleMania. People are like, "Well, Liv is affectionate." I was like, she is. She was always affectionate with the right spot. Like, they're yes, always, like, hugging each other. But there's a different type different. of fucking vibe. No, Thank look, you. there, there is a the difference. The vibe is very... Thank there you. There is a difference. Like, if me, Janae, Nicole, were all together, we would be, like, you know, affectionate to each other or something like that. That's one thing. Like, yeah. we give each other hugs or, you know, we play shove each other. That's one thing. This is a little bit more than that. Guys, you've seen how Rhea pins. There's a lot of this, like this. I swear that woman. She does. They want to be. They want to be folding in that fire too, as we all should. Wow. I mean, she, I mean, honestly, if she left Bo Dallas for Rhea Ripley, I call that an upgrade. She That's said all of us. She said all of us <laughs> need to be pinned. Then we all want to be folded in half. I, I kind of for me, yes, but not <laughs> about Rhea. I don't, I you, know don't what, you know what? And that's okay, Tiffany. That's okay. We she all just want to be folded in half at one point in our lives. That's somebody. the main thing. When here. she pinned, it was it all started when she pinned uh, was it Vegas? Lena like that. And it I was, was like, like hmm. though, if you go back, she's been pinning. She has been pinning women like that for a very long time. I think Zelina, for whatever reason, but it just was got something about that time. Yeah, she went like it, it was, was very... smile. It was the smile because she looked into the camera and she went, ah, yeah, like yeah. that. And I was like, that's oh what started God. it because I was like, love that yeah. woman with all of my heart and soul. Katie, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I mean she. I mean. She sees the tweets because people tack her in it, and she just she does it now because she's just like, well, here's for the horny fangirls and fanboys. Here you go, you know, you get your one here, <laughs> right here. She Anything for it. you, Queen. Anything for you. <laughs> wow. Yes, Matt. Better swallow. Um, swallow. Nicole. Swallow. That did not sound right. <laughs> swallow. Swallow. <laughs> Uh, I will swallow. Alexis? Uh, I mean, I'll swallow just for Naomi and Rhea. Okay. So I'm, I'm the lone spitter here. I'm fine with that. We know. I'm a petty <laughs> bitch. And I'm, I, I'm perfectly okay with it. Well, hold on. Hold on. Can I, can I change it to gargle? Yeah. yeah. Gargle. So we have we actually yeah, have two yeah, middle options. Gargle. The two middle options are either gargle undecidedly or just take it on the face. However you choose. I to don't like the second one for specific reasons, but I'm not getting into it. <laughs> it took me oh, like an God. hour and a half to look like this. Ain't nothing going on this face except makeup. I don't And now makeup that the cat everywhere. is not trying to destroy my feet. Uh, <laughs> I knew yeah, your cat was listen, down there. <laughs> my wife's cat doesn't like anyone, but does like me. But for whatever reason. When she is very affectionate and I'm down here podcasting, it's always leading to her just assaulting like the shit out of my feet. So I'm like, try, I'm sitting here and I'm listening, but I'm also like trying to keep my feet away from her and move away because she's just all under the desk. And I'm like, listen, I, I do not have time for this shit right now. Uh, <laughs> mine, mine screams. So it does. When she, 
Yeah. yeah. If, if you listen, if you listen to some of our shows, if she's not paying her attention, she'll Lori's go, back there Ow. all the time. Unofficial mascot. There you go. Her and her and Lemon, because Lemon just kind of shows up and she's just like, "Hey, she's literally." Yeah. Katie, what was your favorite show? This I opened. She. I had. I went home and I bought her. Because for some reason, I couldn't find any good catnip toys. So I bought, found her like a whole bunch of catnip toys. Um, so she's like, like very subdued right now. So now that I found my trick. All right. I have never been a cat person until this is the first cat that my sister had cats. I hated them. I've always been a dog person. This is the first cat that I actually enjoy and like and get along with. I buy her stuff. Aww. I've never bought stuff for a cat. My wife oh. brought her into my life, and I absolutely love her now, except for when she decides to maul the shit out of my feet while I'm trying to record. Um, <laughs> Katie, what was your favorite show this week? I'm going to go NXT. You're going to go NXT? Nicole? Um, I only watched Dynamite, so I feel like my opinion does that can't matter your opinion no your opinion matter. your opinion matters on this show well it's because i didn't watch anything and i don't that doesn't matter that. based off of matt's descriptions uh, everything we talked about um and on top of that if Dynamite was the only thing you wanted to watch this week true honestly if i watched it would have been impact if i watched the whole show because okay. impact is like the few again i'm one of the 30 people that watch impact <laughs> Which oh, we don't cover it. My, it doesn't come over my my cable. I can't it watch it. I can't. I, it I doesn't, don't it like doesn't it. come on real cable. I have fake cable, so that's why it comes on mine. Yeah. Um. So I will say impact. Okay. <laughs> Tiffany. Um. NXT. Alexis. Uh, I'm kind of the same way with Nicole. Um, I really only watch Dynamite, and I really only watch Dynamite for Joe and uh, Suzuki. So, um. I just want to say that's like my match of the week because I, okay. I don't know. It, they can yell at me later for it, but like that, like <laughs> honestly, that was that was the one thing I was looking forward to this week in wrestling, and that was it. It really was. It really was. Well, to so make sorry. this all settled, I'm gonna go NXT as well. So, by majority vote, the best show of the week because those of us that watched the week it picked nxt and those of us that didn't watch the week and only watched dynamite either picked impact or just the one match off dynamite best show of the week nxt as per down for the count and the smacking raw podcast um whichever one of you would like to or all three of you please plug down for the count your socials where everyone can come find you listen to your awesome show like i do Aww, I don't know our socials, so Tiff. Okay. So you can you can find us on um, Twitter. Usually one of us is running the Twitter. They don't like when I tell which one of them runs the Twitter. So I guess, feel like people, I feel like people can, I feel like, and this is what I appreciate now because I like and I think Alexis can kind of talk on us. Um, like our, I don't want to say like, I want to say like our community because I don't want to say fan base because I don't like that shit. Um, but yeah. I want to say like the like our community has grown enough. They could tell who's talking now. Pretty much. Like especially if you followed us for a while, you can tell whose voice is who pretty much. Yeah. Well, one of them usually is on the Twitter. I I am not a Twitter person, so yeah. um, you can find us on Twitter at Down for the Count nineteen. Um, we have an Instagram. 
that they leave to me. That's our that's professional. That is, that is what I. You're, you're the I, you're the IG girl because I, have IG to, I have to run the, the Instagram. So it is it's it's at D4TC underscore podcast. You can find us there. Our podcast is pretty much everywhere. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Since Anchor is a spot is a part of Spotify now, you can find us on both of those platforms as well as Google Podcasts. So we're everywhere. All right, Katie, she leads showcase. Yeah. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at katierasson 13 a link tree in my bio to take it all things Sheely Showcase, twitch.tv slash Sheely Showcase. Typically me and my co-host Savannah go live Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern-ish, depends. Uh, we have a YouTube <laughs> channel where we have everything on there. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Um, Sheelit is like the main weekly show we do i have an interview series where i interview people in the wrestling community i've interviewed matt vince who never fucking shows up you're welcome vince um all of our other friends (laughs) um i would love to have each one of you ladies on eventually too so we'll talk about that um i have like a collab show i do we made it a game show which matt and vince will actually be on the next one whenever the fuck we do that and then my co-host has a New Japan Takeover show. So if you like any of that, you can find all of that on our, on our shit. Uh, Inside the Mind is actually really cool. Um, and if you guys haven't checked it out, you really should. Uh, Kate does a great job. She gets to know podcasters outside of just the realm of how they like wrestling, mm-hmm. how they got into podcasting, and a little bit about them on a little bit of a deeper level. She does a great job. Um, there are some really good episodes with Warren Hayes um tc and reek from young kings wrestling justin from get show is hilarious uh my co-host vince uh was really cool and fun to listen to i'm on there too but i'm probably the worst one so don't bother listening oh, to that. So stop. if you do want to listen Aww. to a good one go listen to the one that she had me interview her where i got her really really drunk um where we did the inside the mind of katie for the 10th episode I uh, we played, a, we played a drinking game so. hold on 17 shots the entire episode wait a second Yes. I want to be a part of a show like that. I'm very yeah, me too. Yeah, we'll we'll all talk. Don't worry. So, yeah, well, um, hit, hit me. Uh, I'll hit you up when the semester's over because I know I'm definitely going to need. Oh, to drink baby, it. take your time. You are good. Okay. The show's not going anywhere. <laughs> she'll pl- she'll talk ready, to you guys. I don't care. I'll through Twitter or IG, set it up, and I'll be listening to all those episodes because I'm really curious, and it should be a damn good time. You guys can find me on Twitter at Maverick. There's that M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R on Twitter only. Twitter and Instagram, Smackin' Raw Pod. I run the Twitter. Vince runs the Instagram. Facebook.com slash group slash Smackin' Raw. Creation World is the banner under which the Smackin' Raw podcast exists. You can find us at creationworld.com. Facebook.com slash creationworld. The Creation World on Twitter and Instagram. T-H-E-C-R-E-A-T-I-A World. And uh, that has Super Flash Hero of Tomorrow and Dungeons After Dark and all that other nerd-ish that you can come check us out and do. Right now, for some reason... Like almost a thousand people have watched me play one game of Dungeons and Dragons on Pornhub, and it is the weirdest fucking thing in the world. But apparently, love it was a that fun show, and <laughs> episode two is coming. So let me know if you uh, ever need an extra player for D and D because I just started and I really enjoy it. So just just let a girl know. Absolutely. If Travis ever gets episode two out, I will tell him I have a backup in case we're down somebody. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, Thank you, Down for the Count, for coming on and doing the show. I had a blast. Nicole, it was awesome meeting you for the first time. Alexis and Tiffany, it was Yay. great having you both back on. I love you both. Thank you. Had a blast. Um, it is very rare that Katie gets to be in a majority of women, 
with one man normally she's surrounded by dudes so i get to feel a little bit of how she felt today and i had a blast so thank you guys again <laughs> you need to come on our show man because uh we uh <laughs> oh absolutely we, yeah because we we've been going we've been going crazy with some of our episodes so yeah yeah definitely come on anytime you want to come on man just let us know and we'll hook you up and we'll get the ball rolling on that katie you too you yep. guys, both yeah, of you guys, you're more than welcome. Nice. So for Down for the Count and Katie Wrestling of the She Leech Showcase, Miss Katie Kinsey Bay Bay. I think I called you Katie Wrestling. We'll add that to the list. Uh, <laughs> I am the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter, and this is Smackin' Raw, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Love you, Ben.